0: This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Colt Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Welcome to episode 27. I'm Cole Eastwood, and this is the XCNC Podcast. And I've got two great people here with me. One, you probably don't see him a lot, but you've heard him throughout the years. I want to welcome to the show, from IGN Australia, Luke Riley, the expert in racing games.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful introduction.
0: Yeah, yeah, welcome nice to the show.
2: To
0: <laughs> so, we were talking before the show about your uh, your history on IGN and what you've done. We'll get into that in a minute, but I also have to welcome back a good friend of mine from Game On Daily, the aggregate news website, your go-to for everything gaming for the week. Gaz, how are you?
3: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's 1am and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And it's an honor to meet Luke, whose amazing review I had the pleasure of viewing on Forza Horizon, but I'm sure we'll get into it. Meet, nice to meet you Luke apologies Likewise. for everything you're about to endure sorry
2: <laughs> hey you're
1: the one you're the one up at 1 a.m I, I i think Colt's done a pretty fantastic job of assembling three people in the most difficult time zones uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to make work
0: yeah it it is crazy you know for me it's 5 p.m here on the west coast so that's you know I, hey I have to worry about being hungry for dinner time you know try that out but, uh, no, we'll make it. We'll make it. Uh, I This is a real honor because I was just telling Luke before the show, like, I don't know how long you've been doing this, but I feel like since I've been, like, really digging into game reviews, like, because I watch these game reviews before I go buy a game, that I've been seeing and hearing his voice for so long when I'm uh, checking out games like Dirt and Burnout and the Forza series and everything. So tell the audience, Luke, like, what is this egg you've cracked from? Like what's what's the history of you in your career?
1: Uh well, I've been in games media for uh, gosh, nearly 20 years now, I guess. I kind of just I got straight into it after I graduated from from uni. I did some journal I did some journalism at uni and it was all really boring. Uh but then I thought specialty journalism. I could do that. What could I do? Video games, motoring. Video games murdering. Video games was the first oh. one that let me in, uh, and, and that was it. And then I, yeah, I kind of I worked in print in Australia for quite a few years. I was the editor of Official PlayStation Magazine uh, for for four or five years or so. And then I joined IGN ten years ago this year. So okay, oh wow, that's what's been going on.
2: And I just nice. I've been
1: fascinated with racing games since I was like five years old. Since I was like a, a tiny baby, basically uh and because there was no one uh, else i guess at ign with the same level of enthusiasm for racing games it was a beat that i was able to carve out for myself and now i can i've yeah i just i kind of own that corner of the conversation there um and i feel like uh, it's a it's a nice place to be i get i, I have a lot of people uh, respond to my thoughts and you know R- musings and ravings on on racing games uh <laughs>
0: yeah cuz uh yeah the the terminology you use i feel like when you're talking right now that we're like we're getting an inside uh special preview of of racing coverage like i got to ask like do you have a you you have to have done some racing in real life like on uh, out out there you've done something right or maybe I, uh run from the cops when you're in high school
1: <laughs> i've done plenty of i've done plenty of like aggressive driving and then lots of i've had lots of uh a lot of fantastic opportunities over the years to do like kind of motoring themed events a lot of developers and, and publishers really love to uh put press in that in, into cars and like i oh, feel how much it is like a video game and that kind of stuff has it's become a little played out but um it's you know it's always a kind of a blast like so, have they yeah. they put
0: you in a car then because you your time at IGN like what have you been in what have they sat you down in and strapped you oh,
1: into man I could I could tell you the list um and some and I've gone through the list with my kids recently actually uh, just blowing their minds because they kind of haven't they haven't really paid attention to what I do for for a lot of years <laughs> um, but then I kind of feel like I'll be just bragging about the cars I've driven but I've driven a lot of pretty fabulous cars been tacked onto motoring events and 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 such over the years on some pretty cool ra- racetracks
0: yeah give us like What's a couple car? like the the What's top the like memorable besides the uh you know amd pacer, <laughs> <Or AMG> pacer.
1: <laughs> i've driven uh gosh i've driven a mclaren um 720s uh oh, through geez. through through england i've driven a lamborghini aventador um
3: Damn. down Jeez. in victoria
1: uh gosh i've i've uh, what about the Ferrari, Ferrari the 360 hoon Medina
3: <laughs> the Australians and your hoons or hoonigans what uh, I've, yeah
1: I've I drove I've driven the last HSV uh Maloo that they made uh-huh, yeah. um that was that was a lot of fun actually Down yeah. yeah I mean well. Gaz
0: here is like a, he's a petrol head for sure we've talked about cars quite a bit and uh Gaz like what's your what's your lo- how's your love affair with cars taking you into uh what's what's um, going on this week
3: well to be honest My love of air cars meant that I had to break up with my girlfriend. It's a really sad story. Oh, (laughs) it's really sad for her because the car was sick. Uh, But no, the my my taste in cars is I love and people are gonna think I'm such a, but it's (laughs) I love stanced cars and you might hate me for this, Luke, but I like the old BMW with the bbs is slammed i was part of the supra the mark 4 supra is my probably one of my all-time favorites the 2jz gt engine is bulletproof that engine is legendary yeah uh, and right now i'm double-minded about what my next car will be but it's a choice either get another nice car or and stay single for another 10 years or finally settle down and find someone unfortunate to uh, love me which is i'm proving difficult
2: but Oops. whoa it's... <laughs> uh, i'm gonna do i'm gonna I... do that in a minute you, but you, i double clicked i double clicked like a crazy
0: man let's let's try it again <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: we will we will show that in a second I, I I was just like my father in law for a second there. I like double click to triple click on it. Yeah, but go go ahead, Cas.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, no. Uh, honestly, this is a good time to have Luke. Great timing that review that Luke did. Uh, honestly, before I turned out my video, I actually watched yours and I thought it was so well done. I was like IGN. Sorry, th- there's a perception with that. Let's be honest, man. It's like IGN, you know. But I was like IGN. Who's this Luke Riley guy? And then it turned out, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bulling you. That is, Colt told me you're coming on. I'm like, damn, I literally watched this review. It was so good. It's the only review I watched from start to finish in terms of video form. So comprehensive. And I'm, I'm not just saying that. It was really good. Well, well there's like
0: a, there's a thing. Legit. Like if you're a racing game fan, like, you know that you, you've got to check out IGN's game review because Luke does almost all of them. And yeah. I was surprised. You didn't do the preview, I think, a month ago. Um, I think somebody else did the preview. Is that correct? Or did you I do did, the preview?
1: I, I did a preview. Uh, there may have been one prior to that, perhaps. Maybe. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean,
0: they did one coverage of Forza Horizon 5, and it wasn't you. I'm like, as soon as I didn't hear your voice, I was like, come on! Like, <laughs> this, is a, this is what I need to hear. I'm but, a new convert.
3: Um... I'm a new convert, and I loved it. Such a good video. I did one and put mine to shame because I, I watched yours and I'm like, you know what, he's done it. Let me do something a little clever with some music. But yours was the the definitive review for that game for me.
1: Wow, well, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, thank it's very you. good.
0: Yeah, very good, very good. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, actually, Gaz, you kind of got us started on this. Like you said, you know, you might have, a, you might have like a predisposition about, certain game reviews or certain sites and Mm -hmm. uh, i want to talk to you luke about being someone who does a lot of prominent game reviews can you kind of give us an idea of what that's like when you you write down your review and you put it out you have to deal with the way that the public and the gaming community is going to deal with it like how has that been going over the past several years
1: uh well i mean i have to i have to really i can only speak from my perspective obviously um but i think I have a really uh, a good relationship with a lot of the people that watch my stuff on IGN. Um, yeah, lo- a lot of the comment there's a huge amount of positivity around the comments, and I, I don't, I can't really put my finger on why why that is. Um, I think people who like racing games can be very tribal because people who are like certain types of cars are very tribal. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's like sport, right? <laughs> you know, Tribalism is rife in in motoring as it is in sport and, and oh, in video yeah. games, but I, I have always only ever approached, uh, looking at racing games from a very earnest perspective, from a genuine perspective. I love racing games and I, I, I like, I have a huge amount of respect for the people who make them. Um, Mm. and I love hearing about how they get made and like, it's, it's a, it's a real fascination of mine. So that's how I come at it. And the response is always, always, is always really good. And so I, I, I have no complaints about the way that I'm perceived or the, the feedback that I get. Uh, and if people like, I certainly, I've never asked people to agree with me. When, when I tell you what I think, I'm not telling you what to think. I'm just telling you, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and that's that, that's that's. I mean, that's that's really where it where I'm at with it. Um. So yeah, the feedback that I get is 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 always really great. I have no complaints.
0: Yeah, I, that, I mean that's it's pretty fair because when you think about you're reviewing a car game, so it's not so decisive, but this, you know, this past week you had to review an Xbox exclusive and then have you kind of seen the, there's a little bit of a battle between, you know, this is a, this is a really highly rated game. You guys gave it a 10, right? And, uh, and we're going to get into some of that, more of that, but like there is a certain part of the community is like, you know, it's just a racing game are you' going to get that push back right?
1: i I, ha, I have yeah well i mean yeah i have seen i have certainly seen that but that's something that i've seen for, for for a decade i i've sort of seen that yeah the the way that people do malign that that genre it's kind of it's like a genre game but people are a little bit like that about fighting games and and uh, yeah. other kind of uh, genres like that that have that were massive and they've just faded slightly like racing racing games were enormous yeah you know, look at look back at to uh, Gran Turismo on PlayStation 1. What was the mm-hmm. highest selling PlayStation 1 game in history? Gran Turismo yeah. 1. It was yeah. the biggest thing ever. It was it's they, part, part, you know when you look at like the whole reason Forza exists, exist is because Gran Turismo 1 and Gran Turismo 2 and 3 were just so big. They were mm-hmm. they were system sellers. Per- were, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh but you know racing games have faded from the limelight slightly um and people are dismissive of them. But I I don't really get hung up on that kind of thing to be honest. Do you know okay, why
3: I... they're dismissive? Why do you think they're dismissive of the notion, like a game like Forza Horizon, could be a game of the year contender because it's a racer? Why, why, why is there that stigma, if you want to call it that?
1: I think that is it's an excellent question, um, and I kind of and I I don't know that I know the precise answer to it, um, but I just I just, I just you have think no it's idea. yeah, I it's why. there's certainly a bit of ignorance. Uh, but I think maybe there's also kind of there's a, maybe a little arrogance attached as well. It's like how how could this be? How could this game be considered? Yeah, yes, uh, as, yeah. as a game of the year, it's just cars, it's just driving around. It's like, well, you can make that you can level that argument in any game. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's exactly. just it's it's walking around with swords. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's two things
0: missing, uh, yeah. Luke and Gaz. There's like two things missing from a racing game. Uh, they're kind of intertwined, but you don't have like a central character. You really don't have a central character in Forza Horizon 5, but it doesn't have a story and it doesn't have a character that follows through. And people feel like that, that's the paint-by-numbers example of a of a game. It looks great. It feels great. It has a great story. It has a great memorable character. And you're some guy in glitter, you know, hot shorts or hot pants and a tank top doing, uh, you know, dabbing while you win races. And, like, like, of course, they... You're right, Luke. There's some, like there's an arrogance there that those games don't deserve to be nominated, let alone win. And we will get into that. I got to give a shout out to Kingfish737 with a $5 super chat. He says, Gaz is here. Gaz brings the sauce. Cole, love every show. Uh, Luke, Gaz has this uh, sauce uh, logo. He does these really fiery, um, passionate videos about don't news watch it. that breaks. Don't so, watch yeah. it. Don't watch if you work at kids.
3: IGN, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a parody it's a parody of uh the gaming industry and discourse and there's one episode your your friends at ig and just got lasered but it was fun it's you, you one day you can make fun at me throw feces at me i will bask in it the whole that's, idea that's is it's very graphic but it's Some, sometimes sometimes <laughs> my, my
0: my favorite content is where he's just kind of getting fired up with the music and talking about how uh, people are trying to accept what's going on in the industry because things are changing. But hey, Danny Passion yeah. Official with the $2 Super Chat says, uh, Colt, your mic volume is a bit higher than the rest. Let me see if I can turn that down. I've increased mine. I've increased mine. Uh, by the way, Yeah, let's see. Uh, that means we'll bring this down about right here. And, uh, hey, look, I didn't mess anything up. Hey, before we get into this, yep. I'm going to kind of reset for the audience here. This is the XC podcast. I'm here with IGN Australia's Luke Riley. You'll, he's the voice you'll hear on most every car game review. And he's been working there for quite a while. I'm also here with Game On Daily's Gaz. And we're talking about, uh, can I give you a heads up what the show's going to talk about? We're going to talk about some of the Forza Horizon 5 reception we we'll talk a little bit about what we what's going on with Sega and Xbox. This is more than we thought, and uh, PC games on Xbox, and Game of the Year, and a couple other things. Also, um, I don't normally do something like this, but somebody reminded me. I got the new controller. How do I point to this in a mirrored over here? I've got the new uh, the new Forza Horizon Five controller, and it has a code. For a car, an emote, and like a clothing item. Not a big deal, but we're going to put the code in the chat just because you guys are here watching the show. We'll pick a winner for that uh, in a little bit. But let me do something. This is only a minute long. I'm going to play this promo that they did in Australia. You know about this, Luke? This is where they where they dropped this. Drop the car, yeah. Drop the car. I'm going to play this really quick. Uh, I think I have the volume off. Let's see. Um, I will get this out of the way. I think I can go... Like this and like this. I'm so great at this stuff. Look at me. I'm so amazing. Come on. Let's get it right. There we go. Come on. Um, add to the stream. And there it is. All right. That's the magic behind the scenes. This is the... Let's see. How do you get this sucker to play?
3: Press the play button.
0: <laughs> I am really working on it. We will... You know what? That was awesome.
3: I'll do some auto-tune while you you, you figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> Welcome to XNC Slow Out
2: Colt.
0: Yeah, that, that was that was just ridiculous. I actually grabbed a... Uh, I grabbed I tried to trim the clip, but we will get it right here and we'll like this. Oh wow, and still trying here to it up. goes. Yeah, Ooh. I got it. I I had a different one, I had a backup. So I'm, I'm muting the music because I don't know who the music belongs to, but I saw this right before the show went up. Oh. I hope that it, it streams well, but this awesome. is really cool. It might be a little bit choppy here, but...
3: I thought that was actually in Forza at the start, but now I can't just tell the difference between real life and Forza.
0: Yeah, I was watching this and I was like gasping when I was watching this.
3: What are they did? They just parachuted it. A...
0: Oh, what is this thing they dropped? It's a, one of these these uh rangers polaris. or polaris ranger yeah is that what they call them yeah these things are uh pretty expensive for what they are <laughs> this
3: guy the guy like... just like wait what oh like that's a very intricate way to <laughs> get into the vehicle he's trying to do a ken block kind of
0: yeah, he's not gonna. He doesn't try to jump right into it, but he lands uh, oh, right. Oh, I'd have
1: to
3: rated it. him if he went straight in. That yeah. Imagine wild, if he yeah. went in.
1: Duke's Duke's yeah. Hazard style, just yeah, yeah, exactly. like feet first. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be amazing.
3: It'd be bad if he went head first. Oh wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jose Linares, Linares says, "Holy crap! This real. Yeah, this is a stunt they pulled in Australia, over uh, in Victoria. So, yeah, I just think this is cool. But we'll, we'll let this play for a second here. Um I that love stuff, driving these.
2: That car is yes.
3: firing. Isn't that like the, the stuff in Far Cry that just kills people?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like that uh that poison in Far Cry six. Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: That's uh interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. So
3: Like their pro- the marketing material. They yeah. uh, I was gonna say, Luke, I thought Australia, Australia. The Forza Horizon game there was my favorite. Something about Australia, the setting was was the one.
0: Oh yes, yeah. I that, don't know that if was... I've,
3: that's changed still. I love Mexico, but what what do you I'm think? Like, I'm have like a bias even, for, even for Australia
2: a little bit.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, sentimentally, that's that's a <laughs> massive game for me. It'll it'll be that'll be a favorite game of mine forever. That one that that yeah. felt plucked from my brain as a, as a child like i've talked yeah. about this i know i've talked to, i've talked about this on IGN at length um so if anybody's okay. uh, hearing this for the, hearing this for the second or third time again uh apologies but yeah like you when you're a kid and you, you know you, you kind of love cars and you grow up around cars and and you think to yourself wouldn't it be great if there was a racing game that had all these things had all these cars in particular that are around me all the time yeah. um and I was always kind of jealous of the like the, the US experience and, and certainly the UK experience. As the UK's got such a thriving racing game scene and the US is obviously a huge market and tons of racing games get created there and a huge motoring scene over there as well. And all the games I played reflected those scenes but never reflected ours, you know? And it's, and it's a lot to ask for such a small territory to ever have a game of that caliber yeah. arrive, you know? And, and then suddenly it did, Um and so that game was really a special. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's, really, it's most really everybody's favorite Horizon.
0: So did um, so did you feel like when you got into Australia in the game, like they nailed the feel and look of some of the locations?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of what it's it's what they've done with each with each successive game, uh, and it's that what they want to hear back from the people is that. Yes, they got the street signs right. Yes, you got the road markings exactly right. <laughs> yes, that's so important. Like, yes, the bins look exactly right because you know it's all those tiny little things that if you yeah. get those things wrong, you'll play it and you're like, ah, uh, yeah, it's kind of fine, but it doesn't really feel authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't nail those tiny details, those little granular details, um, and that's one of the one of the really admirable things about the way playground works is that they really drill down on those tiny granular details and they build this huge uh like really detailed picture of like of like authenticity um that makes it kind of believable and makes you feel like you've really traveled to a new place so like when i drive around mexico it'd be like it'd be certainly like disingenuous for me to to claim that, oh, you know, Mexico, it's so authentic and everything feels real because I've never been to- it. have never <laughs> yeah, been there. Right. You know
2: what <laughs> yeah. I mean?
1: But I can, right. I, but I've, but I've driven around the UK and I've certainly, and I've driven like I've driven around the Cotswolds uh, area, for instance, oh, yeah. when I went over there to visit the studio for our reveal of the game for Horizon oh, yeah. Four. And I've obviously driven around Australia naturally, so when I play those games, I can look at the parts of those games and say, yeah, this does feel really right. And then mm. I can trust in the process that I'm assuming Mexico is just like built to that like nth degree of, uh, of detail also, you know? So, and I, and, and I assume any, any, any Mexican players of Forza will be the first ones to be, to say, uh, I don't know, this kind of doesn't feel right. Or <laughs> this, this, these, you know, what's this sign or what's this kind of road marking? This doesn't feel right. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing that at the moment. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't
0: slow enough. I'm not slow slow enough driver to uh, actually see the signs. I just bl- blast past them and knock them yeah. off the, <laughs> out of the concrete. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I got to ask Luke. What's um? I, I don't care how old or how uh, lame some people may think it, but what is your absolute favorite
1: racing game? That just is just your favorite overall. Uh well, gosh, I mean that's a really tricky question. Um, I know
0: you play almost all of them. I mean, if you yeah. reviewed almost every one of them.
1: Over the so which one years, is
0: certainly. like, does that, you know, really does it for you?
1: Uh, I mean, the, the, the game that I can always go back to is Horizon 3. Like, it's just, it's such a special game to me. Um, but in terms of like some really uh, important racing slash driving games to me, like Grand, the first Gran Turismo was was enormous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the first driver, for instance, is, is a really big oh. one for me as well. Yes, yeah. Driver was so
3: great. Driver, when, wow. Yeah.
0: You, when you, uh, Gaz, you also played Gran Turismo on the PlayStation, right? Back mm-hmm. in the day? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. D- is it weird that my memory of that game when I played it was it looked like the real thing back then? Yeah.
3: It's so funny. If you look at it
0: now, you're like, what was I thinking? You look but at it now, it it's like real. made out of nine pixels. But do you have that same memory, Luke, when you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember didn't like wait. there was sort of a they, they kind of fake reflections off the paint. And I remember when you played Driver One, that 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 oh, yeah. Chevelle or that Nova or whatever it was, right? Chevy Chevy Nova or whatever it was. Uh it didn't really have a reflective paint. It took a little while for that stuff to come up. But let me grab a couple supers. We're gonna get into these topics. So we got uh uh welcome to the channel. We got a new channel member Jordy from Xbox Era, talked to him quite a bit. On social media and, and on YouTube, he's amazing. Welcome to the show. He's got the Joanna Dark badge that I drew, so he can show that. Uh, another member is Kung Fu Hot Dog. He says, Cole, how long did it take you to edit the 85-plus clips you used in your Forza Horizon 5 review? It was rad. I like to use the word use the word rad. He goes, I think Forza Horizon 6 will be set in Japan and on Unreal Engine 5 Gaz, stay single, dude. Okay, he packed that. That one. pretty
2: good. But, <laughs> um, be hard. Don't worry. I,
0: I did notice that somebody else edited your Forza Horizon review, Luke. So that meant that you wrote everything uh, after you collaborated all your time, and then you sat down and did the voiceover work, and you handed off to a person who puts the clips together. Like, do you? How does that work? Like, do you record like a hundred clips or fifty clips and give them to, uh, you know? The next person,
1: uh, in in terms of our process, yeah, our, the yeah. Pr- process here in Australia is kind of, um, it's really just a pair of us. It's it's myself and Tristan Ogilvie who I've worked with over okay. various in, in various jobs. I used to work with in magazines, and now we work in, in at IGN together. So it's very collaborative. I yeah, I write the reviews and I curate the clips, and um, then he puts it all together. So all the reviews that you see from from me and IGN that will have been assembled by by Tristan. And we oh, have, very nice yeah we have this very uh, uh, symbiotic relationship at this point where I, I I don't even need to give him I don't even need to time code videos or, or any direction wow. whatsoever beyond beyond just naming the videos in a really logical way Tristan just like he's just reaches into my brain and assembles the the videos as, as you see them so he's a I mean obviously he's a he's a massive part of of that that video review product that we end up with at the end of the day.
0: Oh, heck yeah. I mean, you guys got a million views on that review. Uh, my review took me about um, six or seven hours probably of production. And I, I threw all of them in and started organizing them. And Gas put out a review. It took a long time. And that, that would be nice to kind of have a, uh, a co-partner to do some of the heavy lifting. Some of that parking stuff can take a long time, but totally, yeah. It's so and work out I mean, <laughs>
3: and go to the Cotswolds. Come on, Carl. We're, we're in, we're in the company of Luke Riley of IGN, man. Uh, Us yeah, peasants. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah so, but uh, that's really that's really cool. But the uh, thanks for that that comment there, Kung Fu Hot Dog. Let's see, we got uh, t- Tonsas the cat says meow for five dollars. cat and <laughs> I love that. That's great. I mean. You know we welcome everybody here, whether you're human or you're feline. But you know, thank you for stopping by the show. And Hargy Chani with a five dollars super chat says, "Gaz, bring the sauce." And Luke, oh, since you are reviewing racing games, do you think they count in the Game of the Year discussion? You kind of covered this. Uh, he yeah. asked this question uh, about ten minutes ago. Uh, let's I just ask do. it straight up. And and like, do they deserve to be nominated for Game of the Year in your opinion? Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. I just yeah. I mean.
3: <laughs> I, I'm am playing. You know, <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, uh, I, I, I think it. Uh, sorry, not to derail. Well, sorry. Um, I think it's. It feels like doesn't feel like this long ago now. But actually, but it's been three years since Horizon Four came out. Um, mm-hmm. and Horizon Four yeah. kind of ended up in the same place. It, 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 it came out. The response was enormous. The fan response was enormous. Um, the it reviewed exceptionally well. It was one of the highest rated games of the year. But it just never factored into the big, like it factored into certainly genre awards and, and platform awards. But, you know, at the end of the day, when you look at the game awards, it's still kind of marooned in this section where it's competing with FIFA. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not in the conversation, yeah. you know. It's so not annoying. But it's, but it's one of the highest, it, it's it's like the highest rated Xbox exclusive at the, you know, at the time. Yeah. yeah they still oh, don't, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, to- I totally think they they should factor in.
0: Yeah, and we're going to get into it later on in the show about some of the games have come out, and we'll kind of find out, Luke, what you've played throughout the year when we get into that. But that, there's a bigger discussion when you talk about, like Luke can say, in my opinion, it should be nominated game of the year, Force Horizon should, but there's more to talk about. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, shout out to Underachiever, a really good friend of mine with the $5 Super Chat. He says, update, and he's making fun of me for my title. Uh I'll get him later. He's a great guy. And Uriel Delgado with the $5 says, "Seeing as how people get upset when GT7 is compared to Forza Horizon 5, GT7 is coming in about a year. What's going to happen when Forza Motorsport 8 readies up for release?" Okay, well, let me ask you a better uh let me ask you a more specific question. What do you expect to be different about Motorsport 8 than what we've seen before for Forza Motorsport, Luke?
1: I think a huge part of it will be the multiplayer component. Uh, that's that. Would be my, my suspicion, uh, it's what they. It's what I think they were certainly prioritizing testing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think if you were going to look around at what was working uh, amongst their peers and, and, and rivals, GT Sport had a really uh, robust multiplayer environment, and it was. An, it, uh, there was certainly things that were hot and cold about the way the penalty system worked and, and, and you know and various other things but by and large it was a really um a really really solid multiplayer racing experience uh, that catered for kind of all skill levels you know and it, it, a nice place to enter into and kind of get a feel for okay this is what competing online with other people is about and mm-hmm. it was very clean and it was, a re- it was a really elegant uh solution that polyphony came up with um, and that and that game had a few other uh you know issues with it that that i thought at the time and it really turned into quite a large game at the end of the day but i think if they were going to do anything it's the multiplayer and it's that that gt sports style system where it's very uh they 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 pull a lot of the strings to get some really good racing happening scheduled racing um other than just like
0: part just matchmaking with people on and on the grid right yeah,
1: well, I mean, I yeah. uh, you know, some well, of the, part part of that is part of that is a, yeah, sorry, what you're you saying, guess I was
3: going to ask you uh, the question that Colt is afraid to ask: How badly is Forza Motorsport thrashing Gran Turismo? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no way. Yeah, just answer it, Luke. Just tell me. You know it. We all know it. Forza's gonna. Sm- oh, all right. Well, Forza's we'll the explore. king. Of- wait, wait, Forza's the king of the hair racers, right? You have well, to. Mo- mo- I'm talking motorsport. I want talking we'll- motorsport.
1: Forza Motorsport now, Seven. This is
0: a tough one. Yeah.
1: For, well, I, I I would say that I've had I probably played Forza Motorsport Seven a lot longer than I played sport because I'm not mm. I'm not a not a very competitive uhly minded racer gamer. It's not really I don't really like to approach gaming as, as a sport, and I don't have problem yeah. with people who do. It's just not yeah. really my kind of uh, preference. So yeah. the single player component of Forza Seven, Forza Motorsport Seven, where you'd collect cars and, and, and that, that was that was more my speed. So that's yeah. more my more my preference. Um, but GT Sport did a lot right with that multiplayer uh, component, um, but it did, it did disappoint people that it was so far removed from the traditional Gran Turismo experience. And I think they've course corrected. Uh, and they learned a lot with GT Sports. So I don't think it was a wasted experience whatsoever for them. Yeah. Uh, and I think the pushback with the GT Seven. Yeah. With GT Seven, and I think GT Seven looks uh, very, very promising as far it as does. something for GT fans, particularly because they've waited an entire generation for it, and the generation yeah. that they got them was the PS3 generation, which was like amongst GT fans, well known as a very, very tricky generation for for the Gran Turismo series and Polyphony will be the first ones to admit that that was a very hard generation for them uh, yeah to, to, and that to was their right. last
0: full grand turismo was on the ps3 right
1: exactly exactly yeah so, yeah so it's interesting yeah. times uh, as far as the i guess just the, the question that you touched on just a moment ago though people who do compare those two games gt7 and horizon 5 i think people i think it's fair to get a little frustrated with those comparisons though because they're very Dissimilar games. At the end of the day, no
3: Horizon. I'm talking about the next four. Oh, the,
1: the motorsport. Yeah, yeah. I
3: because, want to ask you both. That's the next gen only game. Turn True, ten. Yeah. have been. They're going to have time. They've been gestating on this product, mm. and I don't know. You, you're saying. You're, you're speculating that the next big arena where they really evolve the game is multiplayer. And I'm really intrigued by that. Like, what can they do that's new? Other than the fact that I think you're alluding to the fact that they're going to co- go down maybe perhaps the Gran Turismo cat- Academy kind of multiplayer route. But what can what can Forza and- Motorsport do? that You know, there was franchise fatigue at set in. Despite how well Forza Motorsport... Seven was received. It felt like there was too much of it, and perhaps maybe a break. But this is like, isn't this? This is called Fools of Mode Sport. What are they gonna do? What do you think they're gonna do with this game? I, other than fancy visuals,
1: yeah. Well, you know what? I think that the it sounds like a cop out, but I think the answer to that question from my perspective is I don't know. Um, <laughs> but that's what, but that's why that's what makes me particularly excited because they yeah because i don't really know where they're going to come at it from um whether they're going to go with a stronger progression focus where they don't throw as many cars at you straight away uh whether they kind of try to increase that ownership over the cars that some games Mm. do i would actually welcome
0: Um, that that's one of the things i loved about grand turismo one is you i started with a honda civic uh, the same car I had. It was a '92 Honda Civic, or I think it was '94 in the car in the game. I started with a car I owned, and I had to win uh, like three races so I could upgrade the intake, so I could actually win the next race. And I had ownership of these cars. And uh, by the time I had like better cars, I put so much time into that. And I feel like you don't do that in most racing games. They just keep gifting you cars, and you keep unlocking, and they spin something, and they throw all these amazing cars at you, and you're like, "Oh, that one's cool." Like, but what it's do you the think instant
3: gonna... gratification generation. It's almost like they yes. have to do it. People's int- attention just wanes nowadays. It's like we're goldfish or magpies. <laughs> so it's like a tricky thing for the dev- dev- devs, I assume.
1: But, yeah, definitely, definitely is. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I actually don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I am definitely extremely excited to eventually find out. Um, but yeah, I, like, I mean, well, it's, it's, a, it's a hard one.
3: I think... Well, Xbox I think reg-
0: sorry, sorry.
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead, guys. I was
3: gonna say, if I was turned ten and I'm watching, a lot of people say, "Look, Gran Turismo is a real driving simulator." I think that there's a lot of pride with these races, not just visually. There, there's, there is associated with the, with the console itself, but the chap who what's his name now at turn ten? The the what's his name? The main guy. I saw him once on the show. Dan Green. Uh, Dan, yeah, Dan Green. Well, he, he has a sense of pride. It would eat at him when people say Gran Turismo is more for, there's, there's a racing academy, it's more realistic. And I think perhaps they're going to really double down or really go for more realism, perhaps, because they've been doing that incrementally in these Forza Motorsports series. And maybe we might see that because there's a sense of pride there. It's like, why can't our races have become real life races? They could do that. I don't know. I don't know. And physics in car racing games, Why? where is that? Where is that? That's a so woefully... I know there's licensing issues and stuff, but I don't want to see crunchy bits flying out. And oh, stuff yeah, cars. like
0: real destruction. <laughs> I want to see some Burnout Paradise-level uh, destruction of the cars. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. uh, that's actually one of my favorite racing games. It's goofy as it is. But, uh, Luke, that, i got to yeah. ask, um, how do you feel... I know I have my opinion, but how do you feel about the feeling of behind the wheel of cars in Forza Motorsport compared to Gran Turismo? Because I feel a wide gap difference. Uh, but do you notice that between Gran Turismo Sport and Forza Motorsport 7?
1: Uh yeah, I, de- I definitely notice it. I um, it's been it's been a while since I've played GT Sport. Um, and it's actually been a while since I played Forza Motorsport, actually. Um, but yeah, there's definitely differences um, in terms of preference. I think maybe I Forza's always felt I felt like a, an exceptional game on a controller. It feels really uh, well uh, designed, well considered for controller users, which admittedly make up the vast bulk of, of people who play the games. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But in terms of, in, but in terms of uh, yeah, wheel players. Um, yeah, I know. I, it's it's hard to say. I think Gran wheel feel is, is 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 really good, but it's some of that may be part down to the wheel itself that you're, you're using. You know, back, yeah. back when we had the office, um, we had a whole bunch <laughs> of wheels Toys. that we'd have to plug in and unplug and, and put back on the rig, and you know, so there's there's differences across the wheels uh, between the games as well. It's kind of it's it's kind of hard to say. Like I, it's there. Yeah, the the feel of both of those games is certainly different. You could I could definitely you know you play one, play the other. You know which one you're playing. Um, but I don't know that I'd I, I don't know that I'd be able to mount to like an argument for for one over the other necessarily. I think they you know they're, they're both trying to do a lot of stuff. They're trying to simulate a lot of stuff. That, you know all kind tires temperatures chassis flakes like yeah there's so much stuff that they're trying to they're trying to simulate um, so I, I, I think it'd be unfair of me to try to pick a yeah. pick someone who's is doing something better
0: okay yeah. do you normally play your racers on a controller or do you try to split that up
1: I do try to split it up um, but I yeah it, like horizon I played mostly on a controller I, I played a little bit on a wheel um, but yeah I try to split it up depending on where the player is where the, I guess most players are going to come at it from, you know, if I, you know, this IGN is very mainstream, uh, so I need to kind of consider that when I, yeah, when I come out a review, you know, what I mean, if I was working for a very a more narrow focused and maybe a more sim racing centric, uh, site, then you've really got to drill down on some particular aspects. So I do get, I do get some criticism sometimes. It's like, oh, you didn't really talk a lot about the wheel and the settings and all this kind of stuff. It's like, I, you, you're exactly right. I, I won't, I won't, I won't argue with you about that. But at some point, you know, when you've got a 10 or 11 minute review, it's like, I'm trying to cover a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't really spend two or three minutes now drilling down on some wheel settings that 95% of the people plus are going to be like, I don't know what this means. steering steering <laughs> yeah, linearity. Yeah, 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 What's yeah. he talking about? Right. This
0: I'll move it this way. I'll move it. <laughs> yeah, but the real question, yeah, exactly. the real question, Luke, do you wear a, a zip up racing suit and a diaper so that you can go to the bathroom <laughs> while you're playing? <laughs>
1: I do. I do have a zip-up racing suit that um, Xbox. is very absorbent. Our, yeah, it <laughs> sent to um, to us ye- a few years ago. Actually, Xbox Australia did a Xbox onesie. Uh, oh yeah. More, yeah! Oh my it's, gosh! It's, it's much themed and okay. it is in a drawer somewhere in my house. Uh, but yeah, no. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't wear a lot of gear. I, lo- I, I, I know the pros wear, wear their gloves and all that sort of stuff, and I will stick up for them all day. Uh, <laughs> for being because, pros, yeah, yeah, because you know that's they are not doing it to because they think they're are oh, they in a racing car? They—they're so, like, doing it because like they—they—they they, they a lot, and it's 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 a crucial part of like you know the and they don't want to catch competitor. on fire. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. it's Kind of a yeah, it's kind of kind of nice what that if way. Wheel catches on fire, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I, <laughs> I um, yeah, I, I just kind of sit in my rig and and go for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kung Fu Hot Dog. Thanks so much for the five pounds super chat. It says, Good day, Luke. Love your IGN reviews. Yes. Did you enjoy the MotorStorm series?
1: Yes, I did. And you know what? It's funny It's funny you mentioned that because I was doing some... Uh, I was installing a MotorStorm game the other day for one of my kids to play and I was reminded that just how uh ahead of the curve evolution was um at that time when they had the deformable terrain
2: yeah um
1: yeah and ha- had that they had that kind of really huge festival atmosphere um before horizon that horizon festival atmosphere came in, in into the equation as well so yeah those evolution uh that team at evolution was was really talented and, and remain talented but just they're not at evolution anymore they're they're where are they are part of code masters now um but, uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the Motorstorm games.
0: That's actually funny when you mention Codemasters because there's been these people shifting around and kind of merging Need for Speed and the Dirt and the Rally series. Like, like you followed it all. I like, kind of watched this talent kind of get consolidated and, and moved around into uh, what we're, where we're at now, uh, Codemasters. Some people are kind of decisive about Codemasters. I really like their stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Codemasters have, they've been around a long time and they have yeah. a huge amount of pedigree and history in the racing genre. Um, and I think some people are a little dismissive of that. I I would agree. But I think when you look at their catalog, you look at their dirt, their, their rally games, they've like, they've been try they've been pushing the rally genre for, for over for two years. decades. Yeah, uh, The formula one games are incredibly strong. Like if they, if they yeah, if they hadn't been making the Formula One games, it's hard to say where the Formula One games would be at. Formula One games, there'd always been official Formula One games. Sony had it for a while. EA had it prior to that, uh, and there were good ones and and mediocre ones. But the trajectory of the Formula One series has been like fantastic. Um, and so yeah, Codemasters Birmingham have done a really really good job at, at really making a, a motorsport sim slash sports sim that feels really. Uh, credible and authentic, and really insert you into that like that that Formula One world. You really, you know, it's 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 really well done. And I, it's, I think it speaks volumes about how well done it is that other developers are trying to ape it. So when you look at the WIC series that Kilton uh, oh, yeah, yeah. that they started taking that R and D and and that sort of that team based build, that team building uh, thing from Formula One, they injected it into their own game and it made it better yeah Um, yeah so yeah i think people that are making those simulations of a single motorsport and they're looking to the formula one series it's it's a fantastic series and codemasters should be yeah commended for what the work they've done on it
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i love i love a lot of their games dirt two is another one of my all-time favorites hey i gotta remind the the people here watching that you know shout out to you for checking out the xnc podcast we've got over 650 people here and if you've just joined we're here with ign australia's luke riley the expert of racing games and uh Collector of many many Hot Wheels, uh, he's done some yes. great stuff. Uh, I was talking pre-show about how he explained how you meet people online in the open world in Forza Horizon Four by showing him and his kids uh, Hot Wheels on his coffee table. Absolutely yes, fantastic! My kids stuff. Hot Wheels. Yes, so his his kids Hot Wheels, yeah. right? You know, I mean, I'm like I'm a lot like you. When I was uh, you know like six seven years old, I carried one in each hand even around the grocery store with my mom, but. Yeah, we're, yeah, welcome to the show. If you're enjoying the show and having a good time, take a second to move the chat out of the way with all of your great friends you're hanging out with. Hit the like button. Let's get this show up to 500 likes to show your support. We're going to talk about uh, Xbox's big year and what's coming up. We're going to talk about how Forza Horizon 5 is uh, dominating the news landscape right now and what that means. And we're going to talk about the new event coming up at the 20th anniversary for Xbox. And a couple of surprises. I'm also going to give out a code here um, for a car and an emote uh, for those of you who are jumping on Forza Horizon 5 right now or in the next hour or two. So let me get a couple Super Chats and we'll get into that. We've got uh, Uriel Delgado says, seeing as how people get upset when Turismo 7 is compared to Forza Horizon 5, what's going to happen when Motorsport 8 readies up for release? And uh, we did just cover that, but yeah, it's going to be, going to be crazy because... There are only a couple genres where PlayStation and Xbox kind of compete, and racing is one of them. And uh, so we'll have to see. Kylo Ren, thank you so much for the five dollars. Says Colt, I'm loving the Porsche 918 Spyder in Forza Horizon Five. It's pronounced Porsche. How many people say Porsche in the chat? Is that like a pet peeve of yours, Luke?
1: Uh, I'd be exaggerating if it's a pet peeve, but I do <laughs> I do make a I do make a point to say to pronounce it Porsche, uh, and it yeah. does make me sound like a bit of a I, I not bad <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> It's funny cuz back in the day one of my buddies was a Porsche tech and he was working at a uh, a Pontiac Cadillac Chrysler dealership you know he aspired to great things and he was temporarily working at at a regular dealership and uh, he would correct anybody who said Porsche. So that's why I had to bring Luke, that listen up.
3: listen to this American guy <laughs> telling us how to pronounce things. It's quite funny, isn't
0: it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Porsche. you invented the language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, come on, <laughs> come on now. And, and you know, you got to give me credit because I do try my best. I'm trying to you learn. Do, you do. You I do. try to learn, even if, if I'm learning the lingo and the uh, and the words that you're not supposed to say around other people, but. <laughs> I'm yeah, teaching a you uh, Pakistani,
3: you. <laughs> you're trying that as well. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Luke um,
0: <laughs> Gaz is uh, in the UK, and he was born in Pakistan, so he has, he's got uh, I'm teaching uh, lots, him all the swear culture. words. That's
3: all I'm teaching him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
0: and the good to stuff thought.
2: to eat. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: also, Kyler Ren says Gaz bring all the sauce when it comes to the game of the year conversation. So we will get into that. Oh yeah. Hell Edvin, yeah. Edvin is a is a new friend of mine. He, thank you so much for five dollars super chat. He says. We're going to talk about Edvin and some of the stuff that him and I are working on. Some stuff I'm going to get into that here in a couple of weeks. Uh, I can't wait to get started on things tomorrow. But he says a set of Corsa competitive zone will give Grand Turismo Seven and Forza Motorsport Eight a run for their money when it comes to actual sim racing. And he goes, "Hey, <laughs> but what do I know? I hear good you things about a set of Corsa. Whoever that was, <laughs> I don't he, he uh, yeah, he's he's a good guy. <laughs> he knows his he knows his racing games uh, Ooh, real quick,
1: Luke. Corsa, like a set of Corsa." Yeah. yeah. No. So, of course, a competition. I. I. Um. Yeah. I liked that a lot. I really liked the feel of it, and I liked where it was going. Um, it had obviously it had a great bunch of uh, racetracks, a really great selection of cars, because of the series it was. It was. It was representing. On console, it was, um, a little, little dodgy. Um, mm-hmm. little, there was some kind of quirks on console that. Were, made, made it a slightly frustrating play uh, to, to, to play but in terms of uh, where their heads at where, where kuno simulations heads at uh, no I think it's yeah it was really 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 good
0: also a set of courses getting a full ps5 and Xbox series X enhancement uh, yep. it either just did or it's on the way uh, he shared with me a nice sizzle trailer of the upgraded visuals so you'll get like that all high resolution 60 frames on your big Massive TV, so that's a good thing. Uh, Neil B, uh, Moby, thank you so much for the five dollar. He says, "Colt, love the show." Everyone, hit that like button. So yeah, let's hit the like button. Let's get into, uh, Forza Horizon Five launched in early access, and this is a bit of a controversy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I noticed that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why
3: is it doing the word controversy in front of? <laughs> pronunciation confirmed. I love it
0: I love it just like uh, aluminium yeah no, <laughs> mice uh, so the game the game releases on November 9th but November 5th if you paid for the premium edition you got the game early but Xbox tells the world you get our exclusives our first party games day and date on game pass guys let me start with you because I want I haven't really talked to you about this but what is your opinion on this controversy? People are such entitled. You're
3: getting bloody Forza. So much game. For not for free, but you're paying for the subscription. But you're getting that and people I saw that some people are so entitled about day and date, but you're the ultimate edition people get it a few days early. A few days early. They're paying about 60 quid wherever it is to get access to it. On the one hand, you say Game Pass is so good, or 40, yeah. whatever it is. It's still, they're paying more. You're paying more to get 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 it early. You What are you doing? Like, I don't understand that. Like, you're, people are so entitled. On the one hand, it's so unsustainable. It's too good to be true. On the other hand, it's like, oh, you're not giving us the same thing, even though they've paid more for it. Oh, it's not day and date. Yes, it is day and date. That's just early access. There's always been an early access. Some people need to... Okay, I'm gonna. This is a family show, <laughs> but this is—it's just I don't get it. It's just such a silly argument. I see that so much. I feel like it's people just grasping at straws, trying to find things to complain about because that's not not a valid reason. I can't. And if Luke, I swear to God, if you disagree with me, we're not gonna be <laughs> friends.
0: Gas. No, <laughs> Luke, if no, you but... follow this, like Gas makes some really good points. Like, yeah, you... no,
1: I've. I've seen some i've seen some chat about it um and yeah i i would have to say that with the fact that you are not paying any additional uh fee for it above your your game pass subscription it's kind of a hard argument to make like it's, it's a really weird hill to die on <laughs> yeah. to be like oh man you mean i need to wait until thursday to play this Essentially free, like you know, as 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 we just discussed, it's like it's it's a kind of a hard, it's it's a real first world problem, like and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is, it really yeah, is. Like, well, I mean, and, to, be, and,
0: to be fair, Xbox hasn't been super consistent. Like, I think they're still trying to test the waters. But go ahead.
1: No, sorry, yeah, I mean, yeah, like if if that if the messaging is 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 unclear, then maybe that needs to be reworded. But I you know deluxe editions of, of video games regardless of publishers it's not microsoft it could be anyone like people who purchase the deluxe edition of that or the ultimate collectors whatever getting two days three days early access to a game it's it's that's been occurring for years and it's gonna happen era. more
3: because how many sold like eight hundred almost a million players um, how many people mil- bought a these?
1: million players
0: yeah a million that's players which I don't know what that translates to how many people purchase with game sharing in the mix. You know, if you mm-hmm. buy the game on Steam, you can Steam share. I don't know, you know, but yeah, um, that's a lot.
1: That's a lot. But it's, it's one a lot. I can remember, yeah. like, there was just the other day when I logged on to see my on on the Hall of Fame leaderboard, and I yeah. noticed that there was, yeah, there was like just 990 something thousand people. And I'm like, wow, this must have just hit Game Pass. I was like, no, it hasn't yet. It's not even out. Yeah, yet. yeah. not that nuts? Yeah. yeah. This is just the early. This is just the deluxe purchases and I was like, "Wow." And that was
0: like, and that was like 24 hours in. Like the the game yeah. released on the 5th. I don't even remember what day that is. I know today it's Monday. Yeah, uh, I was it like a Friday? I can't remember, but by the end of the first full day, it was at uh, near a million players. Um That's insane. So Luke, one of the one of the deals with this controversy of people being angry about them saying play day one on game pass right they have that whole voiceover thing um microsoft doesn't have a model where you can pay 20 dollars extra to get the game early you're paying for the premium bundle and i'll break it down real quick and then we'll talk about it you're getting two packs of DLC, which are usually twenty dollars a piece, or I think they're twenty pounds where you guys are, where you're at, Gaz. Uh So let's just say in U.S. dollars, it's you get two expansions. You'll get let's say you got Fortune Island, and then you get um, what was the last expansion? Lego. I, I just blinked on it. Lego, oh Lego's fun, pretty fun. Uh, so you, you get two expansions for twenty dollars a piece, so that's forty bucks, and then you get like three or four car packs, which is around twenty dollars total. You know, $5, $10 car packs. So basically you're getting, let's say, $60 to $65 worth of extra content for $45. Plus you get the game early. So there isn't like a $5, $10, or $20 just pay for extra early access. Like that's not how these things work. It's an incentive. So you're right, Luke. It's like a first world problem. Like if you have Game Pass for $45 more, you can have the game four or five days early and... All of the DLC that comes to the game is already belonging to you.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, you can just so, wait a few days.
0: Just wait.
3: But nobody yeah, just wants just
1: w- to wait. That was the That's problem, yeah. Luke. Nobody. I know. When I said people so said Halo-
3: delay Halo, I found out the hard way. People do not like waiting, <laughs> but they like complaining and making excuses they when things do. tank. Delay yeah. Halo. Uh, but yeah. Well, I mean,
1: <laughs> as a, as like a big car nerd, any anything that encourages people to. To grab the game themselves and, to, and and to have it to own it to have that ownership over it anyway because racing games famously whether it's the cars themselves or it's the music or whatever like they're always becoming delisted eventually
0: yeah uh, yes. because of those
1: licensing deals so you like you can't you know pin you that have, I
0: want to pin that I want to ask Horizon you about 3. that after you're done talking Luke sorry yeah but you can't ahead.
1: play Horizon Three or, or Motorsport Seven on Game Pass anymore because they've those those deals have expired and and in a video game that has seven eight hundred cars in it or whatever yeah. eventually some eventually something's going to expire and you can't start removing stuff from the game uh it'll break stuff yeah it'll, it'll it'll either break stuff or you'll create like this two-tiered structure of like oh yeah. there's the game pass people who only have access to half the cars because we've lost the rights to whatever like because you can't start yeah. you can't start patching out cars that people have uh people that you bought from the game you know i mean particularly yeah. if you, you know if you've got it on a disc you can't start doing that so let, that delisting really is the only kind of answer. And it, it, Microsoft aren't the only people who do that. Neep Speed games have become delisted in the past. Uh, Codemasters games have become delisted in the past. So, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it gets highlighted as as Forts are getting delisted. Let me ask you there's two games that, that are you talking about being delisted in the past, and one coming up. Um, just for a second, I want to talk about Grand <laughs> Grand Grand Theft Auto. I almost said Grand Turismo Auto. Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Remaster is on its way in a few days, and it they've pulled about twenty-five or thirty really great songs out of the trilogy. So, and then people complain when Forza Horizon Three, which came out like five years ago or whatever it was, like as long as you own it, you're good, right? But you can no longer purchase it and they have to pull it out of Game Pass. It was in there. So, mm. Luke, why is... I can see this being a problem for Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, which came out 20 years ago, but we're in an era right now where digital is 70-plus percent of the market. Why in the world are they striking deals where they only get three to five years for the licensing on uh, Hyundai Sonata?
1: Right, Honestly, it's a good question, uh, and it's some, it's something that a lot of the devs that... They just don't really talk about the licensing uh, in their games, um, because yeah. they have. I guess it's because they, and this is just me speculating, but they have so many partners that once they start talking about it, and then other partners start finding out, like, wait, this deal's slightly different. We want that. Di- I don't. I that's yeah. that's my assumption. You know what I mean? So they kind of just don't really chat about it. Part of the reason maybe that Forza can have eight hundred cars in it is maybe they have shorter licenses maybe mm-hmm. shorter licenses didn't say need for speed games that do that do sort of sit on on digital storefronts for a lot longer but they have much narrower selections of cars i i don't know uh it's an expensive uh, undertaking i would expect to have that many partners and have that many cars um and have
0: it indefinite like to strike a deal with porsche and say hey we want the licensing for the car but we want to have it. For, we want the game to persist and be preserved, mm. and that doesn't and work. Be, and
1: to be able to sell it forever, I guess not. I guess not. Yeah, no, it's a good question, but I don't. I don't quite know the answer to that side of things. It's a very, it's a very businessy question uh, that either devs don't really uh, aren't really privy to or can't really discuss. Um, I actually uh,
0: talked to. Um, I talked to Bill Stilwell, who used to work with the Xbox Group, and they worked in building games. And he said that some of the licensing, Luke and Gaz, he said some of the licensing for music or for car models or for different things that had to be licensed, he said they went back to bring games in Backupat forward. And that's one of the biggest hurdles is licensing. He said they literally found... Dinner napkins with licensing agreement scribbled in pen, like you, you agree to use this song or whatever, and he said they have to take this napkin and scan it and send it off and talk about extending permission, so it's uh, super funky, and of course, uh, we don't blame you, Luke, for not knowing the ins and outs of that, but it is an interesting discussion. Uh, one more thing I'll add to that for the audience is if you do get in an argument with someone about why they're delisting Forza Horizon 3 when they say everything stays in Game Pass and first party, um, just remind people that if you already own the game, you can always re-download it. It's just cutting you off from selling it again or selling it or buying it later, right? Is that how it works?
1: Oh yeah, rim- hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, hell, I I was that I made a video the other day, Tristan and I, with just sort of a look back at the Forza, charting the Forza series uh, from from the very beginning. And I was pulling down DLC for Forza Motorsport two on my three hundred and sixty um, to just make sure that my save file worked because my save file uh-huh. wouldn't open without having all of that content downloaded. And so it's all still there. Like, don't don't worry about it. Once you because once you, you purchased it, it right? Exactly, you own it. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I think to their credit, when Forza Motorsport 7 was imminently about to exp- like lo- expire and, and become delisted, they were there was a fire sale on that DLC. They just wanted to, oh, just, okay, they just, they just wanted to put it out there. They're like, yeah, hey, if you're still playing Forza 7, or if you want to get on board, here's the DLC. It's like a buckle, like it's just get it, you know, just, just get it before we can't sell it anymore. Basically, they just yeah. want to put it in people's hands. So, I think, yeah it's just kind of it's just the business reality of of Mm -hmm. of of that like you like you said you saw it with the music in gta which is a which is tragic particularly some of those songs how crucial some of those songs are to certain points in the game
0: they took out welcome to the jungle jungle by guns and roses like and they took out a bunch they took out billy jean from michael jackson some of these like real gosh dang it i was i'm so excited to kind of mess around with that game this year and they took billy jean is the
1: first song that Everybody hears in Vice City. It was, yeah. anyway. <laughs> and you think it's an accident. It's and it's engineered as this like this lovely accident. Like you kinda you feel like you're the only person in the world. I've just sat in sat in this car, <laughs> yeah. and Billie Jean just started on the radio, and I'm in the oh, 80s. Man. But it happens to everyone. It's so like well engineered, and now it's yeah. gone. Yeah, it yeah. really
0: sucks. Well, um, it was
1: gone. So I know they took it out of the the other remasters. So you're saying it's definitely not in these new ones either.
0: Yeah, I don't have the list in front of me, but there's like 25 songs that they pulled out, and I looked through, and half of them I was like, okay, I'll excuse it, and then there were some other ones like, oh man, I need those songs uh, to get the whole experience.
1: But yeah, I guess we'll find out. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we'll find out for sure. I don't think I don't know how some of those things where there's smoke, there's fire. It's probably true. Mm -hmm. Oh, so here's the next thing that comes with Forza Horizon Five. So we talked about how they got a million people playing day one. The game isn't even. The game comes out tonight uh, in like three hours from now for most people across the globe, uh, or at least in the US. In three hours, so they had a million people playing, and then there was the excuse from the people who didn't want to see Xbox have a great success that the game was cracked on PC day one. Did you hear about this, Luke?
1: I did not, I have to confess, I did not hear about this.
0: Okay, so what happens is uh, these big games hit the PC market and the hackers go to work and crack the game so they can make a downloadable torrent and give people access to the game free. And they did this while the game is in early access for the people that paid for it. Somebody gets buys the early access uh, reverse engineers or whatever and, and gets it into the hacker realm. And then you've got a uh, cracked game where you can download the game for free. So one of the arguments that was persisting online quite a bit yesterday was that, oh well, who cares? They they got a million people playing, but how many of those people played it pirated? Have you been? Have you dealt with the the pirating? Uh, I don't want to say the pirating Biasco? scene, but have you have you dealt with the the pirating fiasco in your professional life where people come up with this? So Why don't I just take it for free?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not not really. Uh, from from my from my side of the fence. Uh, it doesn't really doesn't really come up. People don't approach me with with that kind of with that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm not really exposed to that.
0: <laughs> with like like open up their coat and go, "Hey, Luke," <laughs> the
1: <That's laughs> guy from
3: Resident Evil, <laughs> 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 the selling stuff.
1: But, yeah. yeah, I think like I, I just think looking at that looking at that uh, that that Hall of Fame. I I don't know. I mean, I have to, I'll be the first one to admit that I definitely don't know how the the sausage gets made and how that or how all that sort of piracy stuff would work with a game that is so online focused. Uh, yeah. on and so I don't know how many of those people would be able to be populating that Hall of Fame leaderboard. On, I I don't know how the game. I, it feels like something that wouldn't work. Like I know there's an offline component of that game. You can play it offline.
0: yeah sure and
1: and maybe that's the version that you would get if you were gonna like knock it off but i don't i don't know that those million people would have any of those people the 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 the, sort of the the pirates in it but like i said i don't know
0: i mean it's a small 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 group of of gamers, and you know, somebody said in the chat like one percent. It's probably very small. Gaz, what what was your reaction to this yesterday?
3: <laughs> it seems like uh, I think it was off the series of narratives that got immediately destroyed. So I saw this thing where uh, such a stupid narrative, where apparently, and actually, there was some semblance of, I guess, some truth to it. Why do Xbox gamers always recede? to the good gameplay argument when visuals are called into question this was off the back of halo and then there's and luke you're probably beyond the cesspit of twitter when it comes to these kind (laughs) this kind of discourse but we like to swim in the source as we say because it's just sometimes the gutter is fun but we you know this is this gained traction and then there was like bad visuals why do xbox people accept it and then you've got forza horizon 5 just comes out with the best look one of the best looking games I've, I've ever had the pleasure of playing and then they were like game then this was this was compounded by the box sales for guardians of the galaxy in the uk where you know a significant amount of players bought the game on playstation over xbox but this was box sales and completely disregarded digital sales and then they were like ah you see you see game pass is killing the industry and then you've got this thing where almost a million people are paid for the premium version and that doesn't reconcile and sit well with the narrative that they've been building for so well for that week, so hastily, and then that just collided. I was like, "Oh, well, it's got to be piracy," um, and there was me just sitting there maniacally laughing and quite sadly entertained by this for someone in his mid-thirties. But I loved it, <laughs> and really, that's what it is. It's just, it's just silly narratives. Do you are you really going to assign what kind of percentage you're going to assign to uh, this n- nearly one million people? supposedly pirating the game. 10% Mm -hmm. of the pirates are there? 20%? Say 30% pirated that game. There's still 700,000 people paid for that game. Like... I mean, okay, 50%. Just give it to you. Let's let's just give you the benefit of the doubt that you so clearly don't deserve. You great supine protoplasmic invertebrate <laughs> jellies. But yes! Okay, fine. How dare you go fine. scientific
0: on them? You know, part, of the, <laughs> scientific. part of the problem but was... But it's so
3: silly. It's so silly, but I love it. For me, this is the gaming industry. I love the stupidity because it's just nice. just about basking it but in seriousness i think there is a point to be made about game pass and you know the sustainability and things i think microsoft will be very happy with the performance the genuine non-pirated performance of something like this and having looked at this they'll be way more inclined to do this kind of early release because i think microsoft are desperate to do something like that to offset maybe the the costs that that or the expenditure in, in getting this happening because i imagine it's a loss maker at this point that's why they tried to do the gold hike and that got in, immediately rebuked and you know they did a u-turn straight away so you're going to see a more more like this um so yeah as for the narrative it's nonsense but we can sit here and laugh and poke fun at them and make content about it like Mm -hmm, i am mm -hmm. the petty man that i am but generally i think it speaks of the industry evolving quite a bit um but if we can ever find out what that actual percentage of piracy is then that'd be interesting to know but i since severely doubt it's anything remotely
0: substantial serious that yeah yeah, substantial that would be
3: caused because about any piracy is bad piracy Unless you live in Pakistan where piracy is fine, but that's different. <laughs> hey, man, it's a different story.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that is that is kind of where I wanted to lead this because um, you, you got to wonder what they're going to do next. This kind of goes into the talk about Halo, but Gaz is right. Like, I think this is a good idea for Xbox to say, you know, why don't we offer early access and kind of see if we can get more people to – maybe spend a little extra? I mean that's what business does. But obviously an early access premium deluxe package with mo- with more DLC is wildly popular right now. Yeah. Like it it worked, right? They had a million people or they had 500 plus 1000 people that at least that individually bought up on this, right, Luke? Is that kind of what you're seeing?
1: Yeah, I think it it obviously worked worked way better than I would have anticipated. Uh, it's way more people than I kind of thought would be on board day one with the with the deluxe edition. But yeah, I I like I kind of it's hard. It's I, a lot of people associate downloadable content and and and, and pre order content and microtransactions and, and they kind of lumped them into the same uh, jar. But for me, yeah. they're quite detached because I don't. I absolutely don't mind paying for a la carte uh, additional content on top of a game that I'm really enjoying playing. What I don't like is uh, say spending money on a virtual currency for, 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 loot boxes or, you know, for a chance Shark of this cards. or a chance of that, like all of that stuff is, sure, uh, th- sure. yeah, that's different to, 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 me than like, here's seven more cars for this game that you love. and like, yeah, sure. What's that? Eight bucks. No worries. I'll take right. that. Um, <coughs> so yeah, yeah you no, know, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think obviously if that, uh, that uh, I guess, system of uh, offering several days early access to, to, to the people who hop on board, who were probably going to hop on board anyway uh, with, with yeah. the deluxes and the whatevers, if that works, that works.
0: Okay, well, let's talk yeah. about Halo Infinite. And hopefully, Luke, you dabble in more than games of just four-wheeled, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: So hey, there's a warthog in Halo, anyway. So you've
0: got there you go. Actually, the the warthog is fantastic in Forza Horizon. You can't really make it a monster, but I don't know what. It just feels so good. It's such a bumbling, uh, soft and squishy vehicle. I don't know. I just love love this the suspension I've on it, but
3: soft and squishy view. I don't that's, know what else to call it, but like description when I, of the
2: warthog.
0: <laughs> I don't like to drive the warthog in uh dashboard view. So I use third person because it just oh, doesn't yeah. look that good with, it's got a tall dash and tall hood, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Right. So, yeah. but when you watch it third person, those big wheels are just kind of, you know, uh, they're very voluptuous, but <laughs>
3: let's I, talk what about are you describing here, but never
0: mind. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> yeah, I love the warthog, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Let's talk about Halo Infinite because uh, we're going to start hearing more about Halo Infinite very soon. I'm really excited. Some things are coming my way, so I'm super excited about it. And I'm sure, Luke, and your circle, you'll get to uh, see some of Halo uh, maybe a little earlier for some people here watching. So we're very grateful. But uh, there's two questions here. One is, Luke, do you think that they will have a early access deluxe model even though the multiplayer is free? And the other question, uh, maybe I'll give there's a second question to Gaz. Gaz, the second question is, how many people are going to be on Halo Infinite Day One? So Luke, uh, what was the first question?
1: <laughs> uh, it's about early uh, access, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you
0: think they'll do early
1: access? I, I, I don't. I don't know. To be honest, uh, they could. Uh, it's, it's. I guess it just depends on what they can offer. Um, Hmm. is it a game that like you know racing games and sports games and certain types of games that are, they feel easy to augment with extra offerings like you can have extra this and extra cars and extra stuff like that what do you give extra with halo uh i don't know what that is um cosmetics i maybe. guess um so yeah maybe but I'm i'm not really sure it's hard to say
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Gaz, you can you can add on to his about what you think they'll do with early access. <laughs> and Then I want you to give us your wild prediction and, we'll, and we'll, I'll ask, uh, we'll ask Luke what he thinks will be on day one. How many people? Knowing,
3: I think like, was, bounce there it there off the of Forza Horizon. There were some rumblings of an early access pack, and Geordie from Xbox Era messaged me, like, look at this. Then there's a supposed, like, extract from the Windows Store of. Uh, of an early access package it wouldn't surprise me and they i guess there's uh, so luke looks right well, well what can you offer there Maybe perhaps some cosmetics um and you you you're right colt you mentioned well the multiplayer is free to play so the value proposition oh. but then but then remember just the just the mere notion that some people get to play it early would be enough remember crackdown and the beta <laughs> i would pay untold amounts Microsoft don't listen to this I don't want to give them bad ideas but uh, to play it early (laughs) I mean people did people 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 did did, and I bought Crackdown just for 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 the Halo 3 beta so people will pay and it's a good idea if Microsoft want to do it but then a kind of fracture see you're right luke i get what you mean it kind of fractures the the player base a little bit especially in a competitive game like that and you give some people an advantage because a few days extra early play can mean the world actually uh especially games like in battlefield when people get to know the map and stuff so i don't know Maybe it can happen. It's all guesswork here. But I can. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. As for your, your second question, how many people play Halo Infinite? Approximately seven people, Colt. Seven people. What do you want me to do at this point? It's just like I'm going to pl- pluck a number out Then I have no you, Are you serious? You, you
0: can't make an educated, scientific, mathematical do guess? Do I look educated? From from all of,
1: of no. <laughs> from are, we, all of your... are we doing closest without going over? Because I'll say eight. <clears throat> <laughs> you
0: two sit here knowing this game's going to be on xbox one xbox series consoles PC. And that's why it
3: makes it difficult it makes it so difficult i could throw some could okay, say okay, seventeen million you're not, I don't know you're
0: not thinking guys like i'm you, not you're one of, you're one of the <laughs> smartest guys i know but forza horizon 5 a niche car game right like luke niche made right? a million views yeah. right a million, almost a million people in the first day of early access. Now, if Halo Infinite drops uh, day for everybody, same day, uh, December 8th, like I'm seeing the chat have have the number. I'm thinking 2 million. Uh, yeah. Com- Commander Luke says 1 million, but I mean, Halo's a
2: big deal. So true. I got to ask
0: you, uh, Luke, we're going to talk about the visuals and how Digital Foundry kind of looked at the game here in a minute, but... Battlefield 24-2 is massive. Call of Duty Vanguard is kind of tepid and lukewarm right now. What what do you expect uh, the reception for Halo Infinite to be based on? Like these this trifecta of shooters coming this holiday.
1: I think the this stage is all your is... opinion. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I I think the stage is really set for Halo to make a big splash on the back. Like I I'm playing Vanguard at the moment. I pl- I don't play multiplayer shooters, but I do play the single player component. So Vanguard. Has me uh, sorted out there. Battlefield, mm-hmm. less so, obviously, because that's kind of multiplayer focused. Um, but yeah, I think I think the stage is really set for Halo to make a really big impact, particularly with its it's been on a bit of a hiatus for I can't I can't tell you how many years now, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of momentum uh, behind it. Um, yeah, I. It's 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 interesting timing. December sort of coming out after that spike of games that we've had with, you know, Battlefield and Call of Duty and, and now Forza and, and, and various other yeah. games. So, yeah, it's, it's right. It's kind of on the tail of that. So it may, I guess, be the game that people keep chatting about while as the, as the year concludes and beyond, as opposed to coming out a little bit earlier than being replaced in the discourse by something else. So that and that could help it, particularly if it's very strong and and the word of mouth is is, is great for it. So yeah, I think could be could be great, could yeah. be great for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I know,
0: Gaz, you're torn a little bit because you're so hyped for both games. So what do you think it's uh, what do you think's is going to happen when those two games drop? I kind of feel like Call of Duty is like kind of so popular, but what people are going to be talking about the most, I guess. Uh, Cod
3: versus it, Halo? There's no Cod. The Vanguard. No, 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 no. Like, Battlefield, no. Battlefield. 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 No, nah, I don't think Battlefield. Battlefield, with the beta and the reception, they kind of pulled back a lot of people's hype for it. I mean there still remains to be seen how they perform, particularly when they had the flighting for Halo, and that comparatively was so butterly smooth. Obviously, Halo's a gargantuan IP, and then it gets judged by this really high standard. But it's going to be Halo, and Luke's right, you know, the, the positioning in terms of release, you know, closer to Christmas as well. And this one has all the everything is set there all the cards are set in place now uh the whatever happened with the delays it seems to have worked in its favor now all these battlefield will be good but you know just draw the comparisons you're getting a multiplayer only title versus halo that has a fully fledged multiplayer that's free to play and it's on PC, and that's a first for well, it's not first, but like Halo Infinite coming day and day as multiplayer yeah, on PCs, yeah. huge multiple consoles. The game has been it's the flagship title of this platform. It's been at the forefront of everyone's mind. It's unquestionably Halo that's going to it has the mindshare of everyone. It's going to have the mindshare of people when they want to know what happens with the campaign they're going to already be under the microscope people assessing it for its graphics a lot of people at digital foundry shout out to them and they've been quite mm-hmm. worried or critical about the open world formula of it that remains to be seen plus this is a game let's say it's to mind the pun infinitely more <laughs> ambitious in scope because of its decade-long plan that also we get to finally see what that is is that really just a red herring or will they come through with that halo infinite is a different beast it's almost like if you're dice you're like oh shit why are we launching along this guy they're trying really hard three four three multiplayer free to play don't scoff at that because that is a fully fledged multiplayer mode tightly balanced possibly the best halo infinite uh, halo game multiplayer we've seen in a very long time possibly the best ever and i've having had the benefit of playing the flighting and i don't say that lightly it's going to be halo man for better or worse but if my god if it does not hit those notes which i think it will hit those notes but if it doesn't jeez I'm going to love the internet anyway, one way or the other. I'll cry inside. Halo's my <laughs> number one franchise. Yeah. But um, it's definitely Halo. There's no question to me.
0: Yeah, I want to I wanna ask uh, Luke about uh, Digital Foundry here in a minute. I got a couple Super Chats that are a l- little bit older, but I'll just read them out here. Lord Starkiller, thanks for the $5 Super Chat. He says, for me, Gran Turismo is less forgiving to adjustments. Forza Motorsport 7, in his opinion, had better overall control and game depth. And he would like to see ray tracing in the next motorsport. I think there will be ray tracing in game. Uh, that's my prediction, and that's kind of what they've been saying. Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. uh, not so much. Uh, Jose Linares, thank you for the two dollars. He says Colt Eastwood podcast in the year and Forza Horizon Five game of the year. Be nice. Uh, that's what my catchphrase. Says and Cade forever. Thank you for the five dollars. He says with the anniversary coming up. Do you think backward compatibility? Some classic racing games, Luke. Do you think they'll have Sega GT Racing, Project Gotham, or maybe Blur, come back? Or do you think those are out <laughs> of uh, licensing for back compat?
1: Well, they yes. The short answer to the question is absolutely. But that uh, is a great selection of of games there. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. PGR Blur, particularly Blur, was so. Uh, Underrated, criminally overlooked. Man. It yeah. got
0: short sighted. Like what? What released next to it? Because Blur just got buried. Split and it second
1: was... or something was it? That other I
0: think Split Second came out that season, but it didn't yeah. bury Blur. There was oh. something else nah. that came out. I yeah. don't know if it you guys can cool, remember though. back that far.
1: But yeah, no, yeah. those those games are obviously full of cars that would just be well expired by now. Like the yeah. Pidgeon had the Delorean in it, and that's I mean that's only just came. Oh, back, it did? Back that's only just come back to horizon five now it's going to be kind of sent out in is one of the rewards for every week you come back and you play certain events and you can earn free cars that's the plan for the delorean i think um so yeah that's only just come I back it. to forza
0: i missed the delorean during the first couple of days uh yeah so i have to wait I,
1: it well it has to, It surely is going to come back around because that first couple of days was no the public wasn't around um right, so right. I'm, I'm sure yeah i think that i think that discussed that it's going to be yeah like a one of the forza-thon weekly prizes for 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 everybody basically which is
0: <laughs> the delorean actually a really piece of crap car it's an oh, inline awful. six yeah. and it, it, yeah it's an inline six and it's just gutless and uh and the <laughs> the, yeah. the founder was uh, he had a, r- a rough life going on but iconic delorean i can't wait to drive I think, it and i it.
1: think that's one of the reasons why it hasn't been in a forza game for so long is because they had that <laughs> remember in forza motorsport 4 and they had the they, when they first introduced the Auto Vista mode, they called it forced, uh, called it Auto Vista. It's the Forza Vista mode. And they had Jeremy Clarkson doing the little, uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Little, little chats. yeah, yeah, They had yeah. to patch that patched out the Delorean one. Really? Oh,
0: really? Because there was he like was, some
1: because he was really well. He well, because of what he said about it. I don't know what particularly <laughs> he said about it. He said a lot of <laughs> stuff about it. Really? They, John, John
0: Delorean yeah, did. They
2: I didn't patched, know that. That's... They <laughs> what
1: do one out um all the other ones are still intact <laughs> but that one has been patched out uh so yeah and then and then the little oh you mean they the... patched
2: out
0: because clark said something snarky in his yeah. description of the delorean it was
1: a very snarky description of the delorean oh um that's perfect and yeah, though yeah well it's, it's accurate but yeah so yeah that may that may have something to do with it, but whatever the that... xbox is like yeah. oh no they've they've rebuilt <laughs> well. that bridge they've rebuilt that bridge with, with uh, <laughs> the delorean motor company and it's back in the game so that's good
0: there you go. You're behind the scenes of what happened to DeLorean and Forza Motorsport 5. It was 5, wasn't it? Oh, said... it was four. It was in 4. It was in 4. Yeah, oh, I guess 60. he did... Okay. He still did the VOs in, the Vos in, in 4
1: and 5. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay.
0: That, that's why I got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. There was a question Kylo Ren asked earlier. I for, I missed it. He asked if you drove the mid-engine Porsche, if you've ever been in one of those. Like, I don't know if he meant the Spider. or... Have you Uh, driven a
1: mid-engine car before? I've driven, uh, yes. I've driven, uh, no, I I think the only Porsche I've ever driven is a Boxster. Um, I can't tell you which one, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Somebody Um, said DeLorean's a V6. I'm pretty sure it's an inline 6, right? If I remember right. Uh, uh, Yeah, I think so,
1: so. yeah. Yeah. It had a Renault engine in it, didn't
0: it? I don't know that much, but uh, yeah, I mean, we got a couple experts here. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Kylo ran with the five dollars. Says every time I beat Colt, Dealer, Zocker, a couple of my friends on Xbox and, and RDX podcast in my race, it makes my day. Gaz, I got to start following you on Xbox Live to see what you got on the streets. So don't yeah, add Gaz because then you won't have
3: that same satisfaction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I gotta add. We gotta add Luke on there so we can see if we can smash some of his leaderboard accomplishments. Uh, DJ with the five dollars says birthday tomorrow. Horizon preloaded. Work PTO'd, PTO'd, uh, work personal done. I guess. Time off, personal oh, time. Yeah, hey, maybe. there you go. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, he says, "Let's go." And Hargit Chani, thank you so much for the five dollars. Says, "I, I can't stand this word, but this is his his super." He says, "Ponies are reaching crack games. Really, they have nothing else to talk about now." Yeah, I mean, it's rough. It's it's a uh, it's a dry holiday. They had a good first part of the year, but everybody's got games coming from now on. We're gonna be, and they've got Twitter well...
3: Spaces, so that's okay. <laughs>
0: have, Luke, have you seen these Twitter Spaces? You're you're not on Twitter much, are you?
1: Uh no I, I i get on there and I kind of respond to people who who want to have a chat, but I don't go on a, a lot. So no. Oh, good. Good. oh if you have nice a live is what you've just said. That's good. That's good.
3: I wish we could say the same thing, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just can't. See but they
0: they have these. Um, you could do these audio group chats. And they'll hold these therapy sessions about whatever the big news is that's hurting everybody's feelings. So we're just taking, poking a little bit of fun at that. Uh, let's see. Hargit Johnny with the $10 is Luke. Maybe you can hint to Ryan that I think you might mean Ryan McCaffrey. I don't know how often yep. you guys talk, but he says that it's okay to give a game a 10 when he reviews. Halo infinite. He's like, you know, just nudge him with the elbow. Uh, <laughs> he worried. says, yeah, nice. Huh? Uh, he says, <laughs> Ryan doesn't give out tens, but if halo infinite is really good, maybe he can make an exception. He's got smiley faces in there. So I think he's just, he's a good guy. He's playing around, but, uh, yeah, you get to work with, uh, McCaffrey, pretty uh, it, frequently
1: yeah well as the i am uh kind of a part of the reviews team officially uh but obviously i work with i work with a lot of the team over in the u.s i work with ryan on certain previews and uh certain early interviews that we're arranging um chats with devs and that kind of stuff so anything like anything like that that's what i work with ryan for and then obviously i work with um lucy and the features team with some of the yes. big uh feature content and uh so yeah i we, we kind of work with everybody we're, we're a small very small team in australia and we're kind of across a bunch of different areas uh wherever are how many are
0: how many are staffed in your office like even though a lot just, of you're working remote but
1: yeah well just just the three of us uh in terms of the content team down here in wow australia. really yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: that you said very small that's it. very 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 small mm. yeah i mean it's it's you got to give so much credit, guys, because I know a, almost all of us in chat, we've grown up seeing this content from IGN and IGN Australia, and like I was telling Luke, like those these car racing reviews, I've seen so many of them, so it's a real honor to have him here, uh, and if you're just joining us, this is the Ecstasy Podcast. Hit the like button if you're having fun. We're also on Spotify, Google, Apple, and Pocket Podcast, so uh, after the show wraps, about an hour after, it's up, so you can put in earbuds and you know do the dishes. Or put in earbuds and play Forza Horizon. And, you know, check out the show. But we've got a couple of uh, resident Australians in the chat. One here is Risk It for the Biscuit. He's a, he's a great channel member. He says, I suck at Forza, but I love it. It's so beautiful. Sorry I'm late. You'll have to run the show for an extra hour. Um, it, it's it's good <laughs> to see the Australian uh, people jump in here and, and have something to say. So, um, All right. got to ask you, Luke, about do you follow this Digital Foundry they're a great site in the UK, and they cover yeah, yeah, the yeah. real technical stuff. Uh, I want to first talk to you, ask you about their analysis and their opinion of Forza Horizon Five. Did you follow some of that?
1: I've seen some. I saw some of the earlier stuff. I haven't watched their their assessment of the 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 review. It's the review build, the the, uh, the final build itself. But I did see some of their stuff early on, um, which obviously it's from. I, I it's stuffed I, I can't drill down to that level because I don't have that <laughs> I don't have the language or the. I don't have that technical vocabulary uh, with when it comes to games and, and 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 building games. I come at it from a very kind of dad informed dad perspective <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's 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 my angle. Um, so when it comes to that kind of thing, Digital Foundry is obviously, uh, yeah, they've obviously got that market quite cornered. We, I know that um, Destin on IGN uh, and another fellow, they we did we did some we did some very similar stuff. It was a little bit more digestible. Um, yeah, simplified really good. For, yeah. for me. Yeah, really good. Yeah.
3: The gears um, one, for instance, we had a dev dev input in there at the same time.
1: Yeah, a lot of people um, liked that. But yeah, but Digital Foundry, yeah, like what, like some really really interesting stuff. And it certainly confirmed a lot of my uh, my my thoughts about what like what how how good Forza looks Forza is just such an incredible and it's not it's not the only one but it is such an incredible like just feat of production that it mm-hmm. can look so good and racing games are i guess easier and i say this from a completely ignorant perspective i don't build games and i'm not in the gaming industry i'm in the media industry but racing yeah, games yeah. can i guess they can scale a little bit easier than some other sorts of games uh, that that rely heavily on characters and and, and other stuff like that but the fact yeah, that yeah more packed you, in stuff yeah and, the yeah. fact that you can look at the look at the game run on 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 Series X and then run on PC and then run on the original Xbox One where it's still not a slouch like you can see it's like yep okay yeah I can see there's like the level of detail is definitely more restricted and it pops in a little bit later and so on and so forth and but it still looks incredible uh in 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 the scheme of things you know not not compared to the series x versions and such but like it's just incredible feat of production that they can get it running yeah 30 frames per second slash 60 frames like wherever you find it it's that that completely locked 30 frames or 60 frames amazing. And it looks good modes. either yeah it looks like so
0: amazing you, no matter which you choose it's just depend on what you want to feel yeah yeah exactly. hey, uh, let me Did give a
3: foundry was saying that they in their piece they were saying apparently play you know, playground games have dedicated team solely they're concerned with hitting that 60 solid anything changes goes to them goes to them like make it's a mad it's a mad undertaking like you back and have forth to, until they get it yeah, right Yeah, like everything mm. they are fixated on that fixed 60. it's amazing like, I do shout notice out to that
0: studio man oh yeah and I I do notice like some of the sagebrush will Uh, look kind of simplified when you get close as you're driving it'll pop into like this amazing realistic thing but it's never anything like that's the worst thing I could find it's never anything that takes away from the beauty of the game I got to give a shout out to some of the Australians in the chat who are representing where they're from we got Kiz he says from Newcastle we've got a a Jedi Knight Peter from Melbourne Decimator x808 he says from Coffs Harbor East Coast I don't know these places. They sound fantastic. And Just if I was playing Warner ye, nah, 3. Ye, nah. Yeah. Cross
1: Harbor. <laughs> home of the Big Banana. Cross Harbor. Oh, over. okay. Home of the big Banana. Yeah. Okay.
0: Isn't that your nickname online, Gas? Yes. What? There's some, <laughs> is there some weird
3: sexual innuendos you've been dropping today? No, no,
0: no, no. Not me. Not me. <laughs> um. Let's see. We got uh, Noobs Sabot JP45 says for the $5 he says unfortunately Halo's open world will be compared to open world games like GTA 5 and other greats I'm not so sure he says this won't be that but it will be good like w- Luke what do you expect from the open world of Halo uh
1: gosh I, I don't really know like it's definitely a it's a pretty it's a big step change I guess um although the maps have always had that sandbox uh nature <laughs> But mm-hmm. they're they're obviously smaller sandboxes than one large one large world. I don't know. I think the potential is pre- pretty incredible, uh, and the investment there, I would assume, has re- resulted in something quite impressive. Otherwise, y- you feel like the plug would have been pulled a long time ago if this wasn't working yeah. out. You know what I mean? With such a yeah like... yeah. So I, I think I, it's yeah.
3: a deliberate thing there i think for a lot of people when i see that i see zelda breath of the wild i think there's like so digital foundry and i completely understand their view and then
0: that's a weird take but yeah go ahead i
3: don't think it's a weird take i think the jury's still out there and i I understand where alex battalio is coming from when he was like look normally the the reason that you know the 30 seconds of fun formula that's that's what they have right Mm -hmm. it kind of in order to have that, you have to devise these scenarios where you have encounters in here. And you can paste that when, in a game that's more, lin- I say, linearly structured, but comparative to an open-world game. How do you maintain that in a world that has no barriers, that has that, you know, less of that structure? So there's going to be a challenge there. Um, but when I saw the gameplay, I, I saw something I didn't expect from the Halo uh like it's almost a realization of the potential of what halo can be that 30 seconds you can then break that down and then maybe expand on it because when they showed that in order for a sandbox so a lot of people were comparing this with far cry and say it's going to fall into that trap of the ubisoft's open world formula trappings and there is a concern there but i think it can go beyond that if the gameplay can meld itself with the open world mechanics of the game like zelda breath of the wild like it makes the impression it gives how the systems work together in unison and i think halo infinite can really uh, the jury's out there we'll see how we do it but i think they can hit those notes and hit that kind of cadence with the open world and they there are still a lot of surprises there I, I i always thought the 30 seconds formula that there's a bit of a sound bite because mm-hmm. there's more to the potential of that gameplay you don't have to be stuck to this code here uh so i don't know but i'm i'm when i saw it just reminded me of like wow this is what i wanted this is what i always wanted like luke you said it always kind of felt like open world so my mind always raced at. So I remember distinctively disappointed at Halo Two because I thought they had screenshots that had mountains in their early release bullshots shots, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be the Halo game that could be the lie. like you always imagine." <laughs> yeah, But it wasn't a lie; it was just a bullshot and my imagination sure. running wild. And it was a little bit more tightly, you know, like you know, corridor whatever small curated. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't even corridor, but it still, it wasn't as open as I wanted. So this is it. This is finally it. I'm disappointed co-op, a lack of co-op, because my friends can now be there to play around with the sandbox. But that's coming in time. So it remains to be seen. A lot of people jump down Alex Battaglia's throat, as they would, because it's Halo. But I'm Well, I mean, you haven't
0: said, but Alex Battaglia said he wasn't very impressed with the year of development. The game doesn't look that much better. He said uh, sometimes the game looks about the same. Which is which is fine. And I know some people in the chat are like, they're not cool with Digital Foundry. I really like that team a lot. I love that one team. Of, yeah, one yeah. of the things that, to kind of paint the picture a little easier for you, Luke, is one of the concerns with the open world is they're afraid that they'll do the Ubisoft thing where there's all these things to do on your map and it's just overkill. But you don't expect that from a, a Halo game, do you?
1: I don't. I certainly wouldn't expect it and I'd be disappointed if that's what it became, because I've definitely, I've, I've definitely fatigued out on, on Far Cry personally. I, I loved sure. Far Cry three. Uh, and then Far Cry four, I def, I, I didn't finish and Far Cry, yeah. Far Cry five, I, I finished. Um, but I was kind of, uh, I was pretty lukewarm on it overall. And then Far Cry six, I just, I, I, I haven't even downloaded it. Um, Mm-hmm. not sure and i i lots of people are, lots of people that i know and respect are kind of having a lot of fun with far cry and they're playing it mm. in a certain way but it's yeah i i don't know i don't know if that's what we there's that if that's what we got from halo i'd be yeah i'd be disappointed. pretty pretty disappointed but I, I, i'm not anticipating on something yeah. like that it doesn't feel it doesn't it feels really off-brand for halo
0: it- yeah. absolutely yeah and I also feel like knowing 343 there's no way they would pack that map full of I mean they got to get this game running and ready to rock I feel like
2: mm.
0: the, the fun in the open world is what you're going to make it because they want you to for those of you who played a lot of Halo you die to a brute and you respawn at the checkpoint and your attack usually isn't the same sometimes the the elites or the brutes they, they don't come at you the same way as they did 10 seconds ago when you died. It's part of that uh, special thing. I was talking to, oh gosh, I won't name drop. I was talking to somebody pretty cool about Halo the other night. And I I said something about how the flighting, how the AI was so like b- convincing that I'm, I was like, I was, I was like, I'm surprised it wasn't the devs hiding in the server closet, messing with us and saying, yeah, you know, we're, we're doing our best to play against the people in the flighting. And he said that, Halo is using what was the word he used he said he called it like an MAI like a machine learning AI where he said they're always learning and so I said does that spill into the camp yeah he said does that spill into the campaign he goes yeah like so when you approach levels over and over you go into different outposts like those the AI enemies the brutes the grunts the elites they are learning from your tactics, and they're gonna Who's try. Who's You have to name drop now. You oh, can't drop that, in that title. I mean, no, because it sounds like I'm. I got is to he from play with. Yeah, from Xbox. Yeah, oh, I got to play. He spoke to Phil Spencer. Everyone, <laughs>
3: Skynet is real.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it just makes uh, like we we kind of joke about like you know if these AI are gonna get so smart, how long until the, you know an elite AI you know takes control of a computer and the computer grows legs and and then you know we got the end of the world. It's gonna be great, but. I'm super excited. I think we expect great things. Uh, that AI
3: thing, Halo. Halo AI in games has not m- evolved beyond what I saw in combat. Evolved, Halo that AI still is amazing. Well, not amazing, but it's stalled in terms of progression. So if Halo Infinite brings that back, and we see that, like you're right with the Spartan stuff, it was almost indistinguishable at some points with from sure. humans, although the aimbot levels were quite high. But if you do that with the variety of enemy AI in the campaign. Whew, that's that's another big thing in that Halo gets right that could make it finally worthy of the core trilogy. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's and be. Luke,
0: you've played through most all the Halos, so are you are yeah. you well seasoned enough to uh to speak on uh the AI that will take over the world?
1: <laughs> well, I you, you talk the way you talk about it, like it sounds a little. Certainly, I don't want to. Be like, Do it. Just Do it. Sounds a, li- sounds a little bit like the uh, driver tars in Forza Horizon. <laughs>
3: oh, uh, I thought the same
1: thing. I thought the same thing. But yeah, I mean, when when you have that many people playing a game, uh, it it seems like madness not to ever harness it. So if that's the case, what if what you're describing is kind of in in that wheelhouse where where they're kind of uh, their AI is, is is learning and becoming better. Based on the actions of the millions of players or whatever that that are, that are you know playing the game, it certainly makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully, now uh, does Xbox send you early access to games that aren't drivey, drivey, racy, racy?
1: Uh, as as like kind of, it's not as a rule. I don't I don't get everything just kind of automatically, uh, but I do get certain games that I don't have a. a a role on so like i like i'm playing call of duty for instance because i was you know fortunate enough to kind of get that arrive Mm -hmm. in my inbox um halo i'm sure that i could uh finagle my way into to 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 getting a taste of that if i have time i've got some got some deadlines looming but yeah i (laughs) definitely would like to play if i get if i if i get access if it pops up in my inbox um but yeah it depends
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a real treat to uh, do review stuff. And uh, I've been talking to some of the people I work with in the YouTube space and like, like that. One of the things that uh, we didn't really touch on it earlier in the show, Luke, but one of the things about reviewing games is, uh, as I've learned from experience, is you're kind of on the – you're under the gun to get through the game in a certain amount of time. While you're playing the game, you're taking mental note or you're taking physical notes – of what you need to put in the review. You have to meet an embargo. You have to make sure that you follow NDA and don't spoil things that are in the written long PDF, right? So when you review games, is there... This This is kind of a nasty question, but do you feel like some of the fun can be sucked out of the experience and that it, it makes it hard to take you not know, take that away from the score? Because it's, it's a big job sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah, I said, like probably more before I joined IGN and I was reviewing a lot, lot bigger cross-section of, of games and certainly games that I didn't really have uh, a particular affinity for or a massive keenness on that I guess sometimes that felt a little bit more chore-like. Um, <laughs> Puzzle the,
0: card game? or
1: <laughs> The luxury certainly the luxury of ign and it's certainly something i never take for granted is the fact that we do have uh like a really decent team uh i know the team i chatted here is quite small in australia but ign as a whole and we contribute to the because we're part of us and uk operation it's all kind of one thing we do have Mm -hmm. a decent sized team and we have people with various interests so people like you don't have to like i get the chance to drill down on certain beats so you know i can really focus on racing games and there's, there's other things that appeal to me like i love westerns so red dead redemption was obviously a something that appealed to me yes um i love the hitman games I, there's lots of different i have a very eclectic taste in games but there's some i certainly have some key blind spots that if i was- do, you have to
0: like push for certain games like red dead is a massive game to review on your huge site right did you have to like twist somebody's uh
1: I no, I just volunteered. I just said, I just said, yeah, you need something to review it. I'll I'll do that. Um, and that was an interesting week. But we we like Rockstar sent that out with, uh, you know, enough time for to, to to play it. I yeah, that's I've seen this. I've seen people discuss this. Um, and, I, yeah, it's like I have a bu- I, got, I got the three kids, and they all play two different sports apiece, and like we have we have busy lives. Um, but this is my like in the media like, like that's my role so i can carve out i can carve out the time and i can get it done and so i never i certainly never find myself resenting the time i spend with games at, at all ever i i always approach games from a very positive place um and yeah i'm disappointed very, if yeah. the game I'm, I'm always like i'm disappointed if the game is kind of is mediocre or kind of below what i expected or let and you down yeah, if it lets me down, like I'm yeah. like oh, that's that's a shame. But I also know that, like, developers never you know they never set out to, to create a bad game, and lots of fa- lot, lots of factors can conspire to make a game, uh, not kind of work out as 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 well as anybody anticipated. But no, I always approach games from a like a kind of a like a positive place because it's that's good. It's yeah. like a it's a great place to be, and it's a great kind of thing to do. I love I love playing games. And writing is the only thing that I'm good at, uh, <laughs> so it, it, uh, yeah, no, I, I, the novelty of, of for me for working in the media has 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 never worn off, and I can't really expect that. It, that's amazing. That's good. Can't, I can't really expect that it would. Like I'm cynical about a few things, but not yeah. like yeah, not not to a degree I, I do where get that. I'm especially jaded like that. That's an yeah, attitude. That, no, that's, yeah. that, that's an attitude that, and I, I have to like I will confess that I don't know that any of my like certainly my close peers and my, and my friends amongst the industry at IGN and elsewhere, I would call like especially jaded. I've certainly seen it places like, Oh, this, this person yeah. is, they seem kind of jaded. And I bet that they, it's probably, not very common, we, we couldn't really like, I'd look at someone and say, ah, oh, I don't know. I could particularly be friends with that person or, you know, like yeah. I don't think we, I don't think <laughs> we have a lot. I, we don't have it in We don't have enough in common, you know, I, I think they're yeah. a bit over games, you know, but, uh, no, I think yeah, I, I I love games, man. I love them.
3: Yeah. In you... terms of reviews, I, I always wondered. There's there two schools. Some people think you have a responsibility to be as objective as possible. Other people think that a review's subjective in nature. What... Oh, well, it's the latter,
1: obviously. Like it's it's, the latter, it's... yeah. So yeah, you need to. You certainly. You need to. Um, there are games are games are tricky because they kind of straddle this. They straddle this line as a product, right? And this, and I, I'm just speaking from my perspective. And there are certainly probably uh, other people in the press would, that would agree, and maybe others that wouldn't. But games as a product, for me, they kind of straddle this line between uh, something that's very artistic and very subjective, and something that also has to function uh, yeah. like a, it's like a, like a, like an appliance, right? Like a blender or a car. It's like it has to work to a certain degree. And the games that we review, generally speaking. Certainly on IGN, they all work mostly, yeah. and they all, like they so that 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 kind of removes a lot of the chaff. Like we don't review this this like all this steam shovelware and those like stuff. It's like yeah. this is this is this is completely broken, you know. So when a game yeah. comes along and it's actually broken, that's an anomaly, you know. So yeah. once you get once you get over that part, that's the objective stuff that that's stuff that's measurable. Like like oh, it has. It has these accessibility features. The graphics are at this resolution. There are certainly things that you can objectively. There you, uh, yeah. uh, you know, state and, and, and qualify But The rest of it, you know, I like you, you have to. It's a bit like the, for me, for racing games, you know. Well, I got to describe the feel of it. It's like, well, how does sure? This, how does this feel? It's like, well, I like it. I like the way it feels. But there are some people like Project Cars, for instance. I thought I knew it. Project, yeah. Project Cars two came along, and the work they did on the controller feel I thought it was quite good. Uh, and I didn't adjust the uh, the settings. But a lot of people came to me and said, "Oh, I mean, I hate the way Project Cars feels on a controller." I'm like, "Well, I respect that, and we'll just have to." I
0: moved everything to the opposite direction and got a feel that I thought was really great
1: on Project yeah. Cars
0: two. So, and so that's and th- and then, to like that around. takes a few seconds, and then the game is enjoyable. Hmm. But. Uh, You know, like there's um, a lot of people are asking in the chat about the reviews and you and Gaz both make really good points. Like it's a great perspective of reviews, but you kind of can split them in half between an objective portion of the review and subjective. And I think like when I watch your reviews and I kind of do them the same way is the first part or the first half of the review can be mostly objective, like the game offers this many levels. The game has this many things in it. The game does this. This is what the game does, and this is what it doesn't do. And then, like you said, when you're talking about Forza Horizon, you, you kind of tread over what they've done in the past and what they've added, which is all pretty much objective reviewing. Yeah. And then you spend the last half the review. Really, this can be some of the most important points of a review is getting people to understand how the game makes you feel, whether it gives you joy or frustration or uh, any of those things that erase any of the of the nitpicks you have, and I think that's really important. And some people say, like in the chat, say reviews are useless. But when you find a reviewer, like, <clears throat> of course, I'm going to yeah. say if I find Luke Ru- Luke Riley as my car game reviewer, I'm always going to go to Luke and see what he thinks about a game. And I'm, because, and it's not because you like someone a lot; it's because they're Opinion Mindset. lines up with yeah. yours very often, yeah. and so I think it's totally good. Another thing about Metacritic, which I, I was going to talk about, but we'll, we'll just gloss over it. Metacritic is a review score. It's just one of those things that you you put into a you put into your little recipe. You build you you make your cake out of uh, a little bit of Metacritic, uh, a lot of a reviewer you trust, and then your friends and what they have to say. And I think you're good to go. So those things have some merit. So uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody also said in a super chat, let me cover this real quick. Um, Psychonauts with a five dollars super chat says Alex Battaglia put out a new video for Digital Foundry with his updated view on the visual improvements of Halo Infinite, and he has a positive review on Halo Now Colt. So I'm gonna check that still out. so
3: I've seen it, first. I will check it out
0: because I love Alex Battaglia, John Linneman and uh, Richard Letter. I've always liked those guys, and they get dragged so hard by the community. I just I, they're the nicest guys, and they're just they're doing their job. They're they're zooming in. They're sticking a a, a diagonal line in microsoft paint to count pixels it's ridiculous the work they do so, i don't understand uh, how much like
3: so you, you've you got subjective and objective nature reviews what they do is objectively tested there it is hard numbers and they still get right through the coals man <laughs>
2: that's, a <really laughs> that's a really good point it's a really good point yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, this is oh, well. a great one uh my moderator said i don't know if he's being mean or not and i had to vet it through uh this is a great one Kate forever with the five dollars super chat says did luke say assume instead of assume i think we americans are rubbing off on the old accent they need to get alana pierce next with the uh, american
1: accent <laughs> uh yeah that's great
0: did you work with alana back in the day
1: uh she well she was based in the u.s when she was at ign
0: oh um, she was the whole time okay yeah 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 so yeah. she
1: didn't um she wasn't at ignh uh, hq in australia she and you at um,
0: us and uk or us and australia aren't all that close are they i'll have to kind of check Geographic, the globe.
1: geographically
2: <laughs> geographically yeah, I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm like <laughs> is it uh,
1: I'm, no, no i'm just kidding it's like a 14 hour flight
0: from here yeah. <laughs> emotionally
1: yeah. we are uh, we're, we're very close we're like like brothers, Lana Pierce and bro- me. Brothers yeah. and sisters, yeah. uh, geographically we are <laughs> extremely distant. Yeah, yeah,
3: uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I have a I have a couple of good friends on Xbox Live that I get to talk to, and it's always so funny. He's like, "I'm from the future," you know, because it's uh, you know, it's almost two o'clock in the afternoon. We're we're, uh, we're almost done here. We got uh, Risk it for the biscuit, fellow Australian says with the eight dollar Australian super. He says, "Luke, does the fact that you like those types of genres?" then sway your review towards the positive or are they able to be objective how do you be objective does he ask when you're doing a racing game review and you love racing games
1: that's a like like, that's a really fair question um and then yeah a lot of people could say that it's like oh you know well he just loves cars and he just loves racing games so of course he'll just because he of course he loves this game and he gives it this or that or whatever um my my response to that would be like respectfully would be that i've played hundreds of hundreds of racing games uh and i certainly don't like them all uh and so if there are there are there's if there's something about uh, a racing game that i feel is, is is weak or i'm not particularly enjoying i will a 100 percent uh tell you okay
3: well the, uh, the um, other side of that coin and that argument people always raise is well he doesn't even like that genre why is he playing that game it's
2: like well <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: well, it is hard to, to win to sometimes, do? yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like
0: <laughs> I, I actually saw that from uh, your competitor, one of your competitor sites that um reviewed Gears 4 and, and he opened up the review and said, I'm not really a Gears fan, but here's my review for Gears 4. I'm like ee! you know. Well no, see <laughs> see people
3: get triggered by that, and I think there's utility there. There's utility there because Completely for someone great yeah for someone yeah. who isn't a gears fan wants to understand it will read that review and say okay so for a non-gears fan this is where mm-hmm. his take," taken and it might align with mine so yeah i do think there's a tilt. To... people are really hung up about it remember it's subjective right so people you want to get you want to build a rapport mm-hmm. with someone who has shares your view one day there's a myriad of reviewers out there so you want to find someone you have you hit those vibes with it. So people are like oh so i don't get it it's like there's just find a review you like whose views you align with yours doesn't mean that they're mm-hmm. precluded from sharing their view as a non-gears fan to review a game like that it's really bad vice did one on far cry and it was a fan of far cry but he said he mm-hmm. said and he pre pre-announced us that this is not a review but i'm sick of the formula i'm sick. had a very clickbait title but they actually justified it in my opinion at the end uh and did they, they use the word it,
0: criminally or something like that
3: something like that <laughs> <laughs> something crazy like it was like yeah. inhumane or something stupid but i mean it was let's say it was romantically described it just give them benefit of the doubt but people go were sure. kind of jumped on their throat why would they give a fan who does who's so tired of the far cry games to review the game but if you read the review which it wasn't a review i found it really interesting i like so i'm like you luke but uh, except i fell off at five um, and I played six, I actually enjoyed it because the characters were enough to keep me intrigued. The gameplay loop was good. But the, there's this kind of such a closed mindset. It's like, well, accept the view The the review or the piece was so useful for to me. I was like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. so mm. you, you, I get it now. You played the game and you felt the same way I, th- I'm, I was afraid I was going to feel. And when I played the game, I did feel the same things, but there was enough that carry me forward. So yeah, it's like it's more nuanced than that. I think people are very close-minded black and white with their approach to things. In there,
0: people are really heavy about reviews like There's a lot of weight to them and how people react.
3: People are fatuated with the score. Yeah, that score eight. And the eight is, I remember I did a review of uh, the order 1886, I gave it a four. Some guys sent death threats to me. Obviously I found it funny, but most people won't. But because I'm like, yeah, what are you gonna do from your keyboard? not inviting that but at the same time he was just like all right you four and he sent me a death threat. he goes four is for a broken game like wait hold on who made you the arbiter in deciding a four is a broken game when is it you know what's a two what's a one it's all subjective this is over the older 1886 for god's sake i mean but still but yeah but you know people but it's, it's the shortcomings of people and the manner in which they think in my opinion but sorry went off on a tangent there but
0: no that's yeah. okay no no uh luke what's the lowest score you remember giving
1: Ah, uh, gosh from somebody um, who doesn't
0: seem to want to have to have to get into that situation cuz we love games we like we never set out to like hate a game right yeah. so what's the uh, what's I, been your moment
1: i did a review for um probably it's probably the rambo game that came out maybe seven or eight years ago the it was that light gun shooter that wasn't a light gun shooter what?
2: uh Wait, what,
1: it was on? it was a rambo the video game it was made by rambo the uh, video game. okay yeah that's what i
0: don't
3: remember oh, oh by- I,
1: thought, I thought you said rainbow <laughs> that's oh, you you know, yeah. rambo i remember
0: six. i remember the rambo reviews oh my yeah. gosh okay and go it ahead was, um
1: <laughs> yeah it was it kind of felt it was a like it was a <laughs> rail shooter but it wasn't a light it obviously didn't it didn't have a light gun it was it played with a controller or a mouse i guess it was and it was it completely missed the point of the films and so it got destroyed uh, yeah I, think I gave it a three i think uh, <laughs>
0: did, yeah. did you throw in some embarrassingly bad puns in your review probably <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah it's a good opportunity yeah. to do those for no. the rambo
0: Oh, Lucas had some crazy, like, did he really just make that pun in his review? And uh, I always get a good laugh out of it. Uh, It's always good fun. Rambo. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. In fact, I wonder if I watched your review and didn't realize that was you. Uh, That was probably about eight, maybe six years ago ago or something. Yeah, Yeah, That's hilarious. I'm going to have to go back and check that out. Uh, Hargit Chani, thank you so much for the $10 super chat. He says, the Game of the Year thing got me talking. if Tetris, Pac-Man, and Street Fighter Two just came out this year. Old games. This is a weird, like, what if, right? If a game like Tetris or Pac-Man or Street Fighter just came out in 2021 uh, and they didn't have any clones like the originals, would they be considered or even win Game of the Year? Food for thought. Um, game of the Year isn't very old, is it? I don't think it goes back that far. But um, What do you mean? Like he, he's no saying like like tetris is like a game cha- industry changing game like it mm-hmm. came out in 1989 i think i remember my friend and i we had a sleepover and we rented it from the video store and i thought why are we getting this dumb game and we stayed up till two in the morning i was like
3: dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah i don't think it would yeah, the was the same it, impact if it did and we never had a tetris game but it would yeah. be probably be addictive because tetris is
0: addictive uh I wonder um, if he's getting at effect. I think he might be get, Hargate might be getting at uh you know it's just a racing game which we kind of covered earlier in the oh, show. Oh I see. I yeah, see. um you know ACG who is a prominent reviewer in the industry that doesn't work for a big site, he just works on his own on YouTube. Um ACG said, you know, who are we to say any type of genre does not uh is not eligible for game of the year. So he absolutely thinks that Forza Horizon 5 uh could be or should be or would be a, a nominated so yeah, I mean, that's that's a, that's okay. One last thing before we wrap up. There isn't much to say on it, but uh, Luke, on November 15th, which is in a couple of weeks, they're going to celebrate the big 20-year anniversary of Xbox as a gaming brand. And they said there's no big reveals, but what would you expect to see at this event or what do you think they're going to show to celebrate what they've done over 20 years?
1: Gee, I don't know. That's a good Crystal question. Crystal Ball time. Yeah. Well, I mean there is there is so much to to look back at. They've had, they've have had uh, an incredible an incredible run. Uh by, like a lot of uh, such strong hardware, some really incredible and memorable games. Um yeah. I think it, any anything that I guess cuz there are people that still uh haven't got aboard the the that that the ecosystem and they haven't seen just how I because I mean I have Game Pass and, and I have like probably my largest current libraries on, on the on the Series X that I have here. And the the ecosystem is so elegant. I really like it um and, and I love it. It's a great place to play games on. And I feel mm-hmm. like there's still probably a huge component of gamers who have still have spent this last 20 years sort of play, playing elsewhere for, for various reasons. And I, and I know that not everyone can have, you know, not everyone has the the ability to build it. Like I'm going to, I'm going to play games everywhere. I'm going to get everything, everything yeah. that I can at any given moment, you, you, you know, not, you can't do that. Um, yeah. But anything that I guess demonstrates the breadth of, of Xbox's history with, with, with great games um, and that, gets some more people enthusiastic about yeah maybe I'll maybe I'll try this out and then, and then they they see game pass and they see the pedigree of some of the stuff that's in there and 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 they and they experience some stuff that they may have missed or they may yeah. love and never would have known uh so yeah. yeah maybe something like that would 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 be would be a great thing to 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 I guess put on that day it's hard to say mhm
3: it's a very good point actually For for the twentieth anniversary, we and our team and one of the most incredibly talented video editors in the world is, and I'm honoured to have him on our team. Kane, we're producing a twentieth anniversary montage for uh, for the Xbox, and it's a celebration of exactly that. Almost giving an insight, doing Microsoft's jobs for it. It's not like we get paid by anything. We did it for PlayStation (laughs) as well, but no one watched that one. But uh, it's really a good opportunity for him to flex his muscles. He's so creative. But it is that, Luke, it's a celebration of showing the games and seeing what's the 20 years have gone by, what's in store for the future. Game Pass is the game changer there. It opens up the barriers for the way people experience gaming, like open their taste buds to experiences that they wouldn't normally experience. So, yeah, you're right. So for the 20th anniversary, if they hit that note, the celebration of games the opening of the floodgates and making it accessibility is the key so that was i think in the manifesto of our m- montage i think xbox uh to your question colt if they would want to hammer that in because obviously a game pass has been front and center and their propaganda <laughs> so they they will most likely want to hit that but with that also comes legacy so 20th anniversary it's a good mm-hmm. opportunity for them to tickle our nether regions, uh, tickle our <laughs> things. Our, I don't know, excitement just get us excited is what I want to say by showing off people say, I'm Not banjo, who gives a damn about that? I mean, I'm talking maybe, uh, show off at least Hellblade, show off the future of these first party tiles. Maybe Fable's been in the works for four years, maybe show that's off what I wanted theme.
0: to ask. Like, they said, no new reveals, but they have they've said uh, that or they scratched everything they said, i said no <laughs> no 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 they said no new reveals like they're not going to they're not going to reveal any new games ah, or any new big news a fable, but what that game. brings in is fable avowed hellblade uh, perfect dark perfect right. dark any of those games could make a showing at the 2020 but this is an event about looking back so i really don't know like where they're going to do this like luke do you think that I mean, historically, they would just talk about the old stuff, like celebrate what they've done, or are they going to use all these eyes on them to show what's coming in the future?
1: I think. Like, what would bad. you do? I I do the I do the latter as well. Um, I probably I probably would have done the same thing and, and tempered expectations and so that we're not going to come out and show, yeah, like something insane that you know some kind of thing that you've been speculating about for whatever like. <laughs> but right. they'd be mad to waste the, they'd be mad to waste the opportunity not to do that but i feel like Definitely. that that once you the fact that it's on their 20th 20th birthday they are going there is going to be a big legacy uh, component to that um, yeah. and and it, and it's a big one it's a like you know yeah they haven't been around for as long as nintendo and i haven't been around for as long as playstation but 20 years is, is a huge amount of time it's a, it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a lifetime for some people uh, a lot, it a lot is. of people like for you know the average age of gamers, the average of a, 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 average age of gamers in Australia I know is sort of mid thirties and like,
0: yeah, we're about the same here. Yeah,
1: yeah, like that's a it's basically a lifetime, you know, you, you, from your teen years to to, to now, and from yeah. from younger kids to to now, and they're in their twenties or whatever. Like it's Xbox has been around, Uh and yeah, that's... there's a huge amount of stuff to. To celebrate. Yeah, that's
0: nothing for me. I'm super old. Like 20 years is. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. I, no, they do need to show that legacy. I got one more super, then we're going to wrap up because it's super late. It is, it's It's uh, well into tomorrow for uh, Kyla Kyle Coe of the $20 Super Chat. Thank you so much. He said, I'm a bit disappointed that Microsoft and the coalition were awfully quiet for the Gears of War 50th anniversary today. 15th. Uh, I think it was yesterday or today. Uh, they just put out like a tweet, like, you know, celebrating Gears of War. And that was it. But he said, you guys are awesome. You're keeping Xbox fresh and new. Thanks for another great show. So, yeah, thank you so much, you guys. You, the chat's been amazing. Uh, we had well over 700 people here. And I'm here with Luke Riley of IGN Australia. That's just IGN. And he's a expert reviewer of games. I'm so grateful to have you on. Luke, can you tell people... Where they can find you, um, you know, you know, you can do like a little uh, shout out to, s- to some of your content, you know, do a little, uh, do a little promotion for yourself because it's been good having you on.
1: Oh, well, I appreciate the invite. Uh, you, 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 you can find my stuff. You can just find it on IGN. Uh, it's, it's got a car on the thumbnail. I've probably been involved in some capacity, <laughs> uh, but the, yeah, there's certainly a bunch of other stuff there that, you know, I, I've, I've been there been there for 10 years now so there's probably a whole bunch of stuff you can get on there and check out if you want to hear me go on about racing games
2: uh and if you
1: want to if if you want to ask me a question i sporadically check my twitter uh which is um at mr luke riley on twitter
0: yeah i've got it in the description i've got the link so you can click it there and uh let me see if i can paste that i probably can boy i've been really good with the mouse today i'll tell you what uh i'll paste it right there you can follow him on twitter and, uh, he was nice enough to answer my DM when I asked him to be on the show. So yes, uh, Gaz, Gaz, uh, tell them what you have in the works and where they can find it. But you know, take a minute, tell them what you have planned. Cause people are like, Gaz, please tell me you have something <laughs> saucy for us in the works. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, first of all, Luke, it was an absolute pleasure and honor to answer to you, man. You are so down to earth and it was really good, good no, chat. to meet you. And yeah, likewise. And, uh, you smashed it with your review you got a new fan in me because i was like uh... and to be honest you know people always say associate the big guys oh ign is this and that but when i saw your review i was like all right that's how it's done i actually spoke to my graphic designer I said hey man i like the way they did that intro let's do some things here uh but yeah so shout out to you uh shout out to the team at ign uh we've been reading your stuff you said 20 years for xbox Man, we've been doing watching IGN and reading that stuff for just as long if not longer so yeah shout out shout out to your team there um for the fans who like the source a new source episode is coming tomorrow strong parental advisory explicit content and language there uh, so please mindful of that, and we chart the console war. It's a parody series, not a documentary, like some of you treat it. Please treat it in the spirit that it's in. Um, also, please check out GameOnDaily.com, which has sunk hundreds, well tens of thousands, uh, to build a news aggregation platform to consolidate all gaming content from IGN from all platforms in one place. Hopefully, one day we have the magic app also built in with the websites they're doing very special things curating news for you so you talked about reviews what reviews people like don't like we give you the tools to like that curate that inform your communities so a lot of thoughts going into that please check out game and also I want to thank Colt he's like a brother from another mother so thank you Habibi for letting <laughs> me come on here it's been absolute pleasure love your chat love your community and uh, hopefully get to see you on go live our saturday talk show soon yes, and also like yes. luke if you were happy to accept that invite you can there's no language filter as well so you can swear all you want <laughs> 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 maybe one day if you want to grace your grace us with your presence but yeah thank you
0: no, you, got, <laughs> nice you guys you guys are awesome likewise um so are you pizza? They're going to show off your... <laughs> I'm going to drop I'm going to drop control. this code for the uh, in-game stuff. Um, let me switch to the live feed so I can see if I'm showing this okay. Uh, this Are you giving that away? So No, no, I'm giving away a code for in-game oh. content <laughs> that I would just throw in, but I mean, I'll just... Uh... So the controller, when I first saw this, I thought it looks That's more amazing. like Dirt 5 than Horizon, and I wasn't very impressed, yeah. but in person, and I think my camera's sick. actually doing it justice, the translucent yellow is a lot more uh translucent than i thought it was so you can see uh the inner workings of the controller uh it doesn't scream Forza Horizon Mexico to me but it is a great controller and on the back not. on the back they have um it's kind of hard to see here but they have a, a holographic h for the Horizon Festival and someone oh asked my. me in the chat about the grips i'm going to move forward a little bit here i thought this was so cool i didn't realize this when i got it until i watched the little promo video they actually simulated the the steering wheel grips of leather on the back like the uh, perforated leather oh. look like this, right? Can you see it? That's Are you able to so see clever. it? That's well clever. So you have black leather, leather grips uh, like a steering wheel which I absolutely That's so think is clever. fabulous. Um so Xbox sent this to me today. I'm so grateful. Uh, I had to put it on the the new collection back here. But my moderator is going to drop the code. So it's first come, first serve. You can get your Control-C, Control-V ready. Uh, You know, launch up the Xbox app. Uh, It comes with... Let me read it here. Uh, Actually, it's not on this part. read it on the website. It comes with a car, an outfit or a clothing item, and an emote so but it's still cool because everyone's gonna be playing the game tonight so she's gonna drop that in there right now and we will uh we we're had a great show you guys are amazing thank you so much smash the like um, button smash it. yeah hit the like button Let's see if we can smash get up to smash 500 it. before we close out and uh follow these two on twitter and uh check out their new stuff the code is in you guys are amazing it's been a good show we are gonna head out i'll stay in the chat for a minute just uh Say hi, and then uh, we'll we'll call it a night. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for checking out Ecstasy Podcast. It'll be up with timestamps on demand on YouTube, and then it'll go on to your favorite podcast platform for on demand. So have a good night, everybody.
1: Peace. Good night, folks. Thank you. Peace.